Hey, Friday, Friday, Friday. It's happening uh, the 2nd of September, 2022. The Robert Scott Bell Show is about to begin. Welcome, everybody. It's almost the weekend, and it's a Labor Day weekend in the U.S., so get your uh, barbecues ready. Cooking out, I will be. Yes. Uh, this hour, we're going to give a derm. What does that mean? You don't give a derm, Robert. Well, we will this hour. We got uh, Juliana and Deborah, and they are. I met them at the uh, uh, Kimberly Overton event, the Nurse Freedom Network, back in the Nashville area a while back. And it's a great story of healing, topical stuff, skin stuff. Any concerns about that? Ladies in particular, Super Don and I were comparing notes on our dermatological habits, and we don't have any. But, but some of y'all might, and you'll want to hear about this story. Hour two, Tony Lyons uh, rejoins us from Skyhorse Publishing. Remember the 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 real RF. Let's see the real RFK. Bobby Kennedy wrote the real Anthony Fauci. And there's another book that's going to be published in November that Fauci is terrified of. Maybe that's why he decided to leave. In Jan well, we'll get to that. Uh, but first and foremost, masking in Berserkly. Why? And who are they going to mask? Who's still going to Berkeley? We'll find out about that and a whole lot more. Stick around. The Robert Scott Bell Show is just about to begin. RobertScottBell.com slash listen. Please share the show. And we'll see you in just a moment. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Lighten up, it's Friday. It's That's it, we did it. We did it. Thank God it's Friday. Look what's fallen from the trees on Friday. I got, uh, well, just before I went into the studio here, look at that beautiful, sweet pepper, bell pepper, red. And I'm telling you, that's the way to do them. I don't like them when they're green, but they're beautiful when the red, orange, and yellow. And uh, we'll be uh, grilling out probably some, some kebabs, some vegetable kebabs, as well as other things uh, from the garden this weekend. It is Labor Day weekend uh, here in America. I don't know if that's a socialist communist holiday, but it certainly is a good excuse to take a day off and, and cook out with the, with friends and family or do something, some fun uh, in the midst of a lot of things like uh, this message should be read from every. Did anybody see this presidential political address? And it was like straight out of V for Vendetta. You talk about the red color, not pretty like this, but like an intimidating, ominous red color surrounding Biden. I heard that. Partway through, CNN was like, oh, this doesn't look good. Let's shift the color palette, make it look pink. But it's too late. Everybody's seen it. Dude looks just like uh, John Hurd from, uh, I think that's who was playing the, uh, the the chancellor at one point in this uh, in movie V for Vendetta. Look at the coloring. Look at the, the setup. He had Marines apparently behind him for a political speech, with it, which ain't right. It's not right at all. And, you know, I look at this and I think, well, how is this lightening up your Friday mood? Well, I think what it is, is actually a revelation to people on the political left, those who still have some semblance of critical thinking skills left. If, I know it's hidden under layers of cognitive dissonance. But when you start seeing visuals like this, that even the most hardened hearted liberals might, might just wake up and see, oh, my gosh, the things I was afraid Trump was going to do, Biden is doing or Biden's handlers are doing vilifying half of the American people 
and then saying it's a wonderful thing and this is all about democracy. And, and you know, even though his spokes is, is like a press secretary, whoever this woman is uh, talking about, if you're not part of the majority view, if you hold a minority view, that's an extreme position to hold. I don't know if any of you have seen that. I, I don't want to even play the clip, but it just is so revealing. And so the good news as we head into Labor Day weekend is that they are not hiding their agenda. They are not even subtle at all about what they are doing. And no amount of give a derm makeup is going to help them. Well, it might, but uh, it's not going to cover up what we can see. And I know as we talk to the wonderful ladies, Deborah and Juliana soon about that. If evil wanted a great complexion. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, but you know, we're not about hiding things. We're about enhancing and healing things. And I know that's what give a derm is about. We'll talk about that a little bit. So we will lighten it up with some fun talk. You know, I actually, I didn't see the speech. I heard about it. And then I watched Mm -hmm. a little bit of it this morning. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. What do you think? About the first 10 minutes of it or so. Yeah. And it was just nothing but MAGA people, MAGA, MAGA, all of the yeah. MAGA people and the, the evil and the MAGA people. And I'm just wow. like, you know, how do you how do you tip your hand that you are worried mm-hmm. about Trump running in 2024? Yeah. Then to, to spend the first 15 minutes of your speech just talking about how terrible MAGA people. Who are MAGA people anyway? Yeah, well, they're trying what, to relegate. What's a MAGA? Any- what's a MAGA per? Are you a MAGA yeah. people? The thing is, they're trying to relegate anybody who has any. Uh, let's say you 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 don't have disdain for Trump. You might not even like him, but you don't have enough disdain for him. Well, you're a MAGA person. I mean, it's like irrelevant to the, to the, your reality of having a nuanced perspective on. Hey, like we said, Trump did some things we agree with. He did some things we didn't agree with. But no, no, no. If you're not a deranged, you know, Trump hater then you're in the MAGA group and then you're at the danger to democracy of which, you know, the form of government we're not so even supposed to have. Which is so ironic when he's saying, I we need to, everybody come together, come together but now yeah. I'm going to talk about how I want to try and divide people, you know? How much like, dissonance what? can one uh, president bring? How much disgust and hatred can one, you know, uh, uh, president foment? And, yeah. and as I said, the good news is when you see these images coming out, I... I you know, I don't think that unless the person is in such a state of dissonance on the left that they are now at least a little bit. Ooh, after yeah, a while, you have to start questioning look. yourself yeah. on this yeah. because you look at the stuff and you go, Who, who's running the show here? Why are mm-hmm. they doing all of these things and making these decisions about whether it's about the pandemic or about what you know Biden says and does and all that stuff like that? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, are, are they really that incompetent? Or is there a reason behind it? They're really, well, desperate people do desperate things and they make mistakes. That's the point of all of the nefarious schemes that have come out that I've talked about for years that are now more obvious than ever. World Economic Forum stuff. uh, They're not hidden. The agendas are no longer hidden. And you can't say they're conspiracy theories. They've been proven right down in black and white that their agenda is right out there for you to read and see. Yet no apologies forthcoming to all of us who have pointed these things out over the years. And even, look, we never go went Alex Jones on, on our show. I mean, Alex is, is his own uh, lane that is pretty profound. He's done, he's been very successful. But you have to say a lot of the things that sounded crazy that Alex used to say, not so crazy now. And I don't know if you saw this, Super Don. There was a, a video clip of his show where he had reached out to, uh, uh, no, he reached out to Trump about the the vaccine and basically said hey trump if you'll just back off on your rhetoric and support for the vaccine then you know we know you're not part of the problem here 
And apparently Trump tried to reach out to him, but got back to him and said, stop with the, the vaccine. The vaccine's good. It's 95% effective. So if that's accurate, Trump has a really dangerous blind spot in his efforts, even if he should succeed at beating back all the propaganda agendas and, and illegal activity in trying to stop him from running. Because even if he does, there are a lot of people that supported him that don't support in any way, shape or form Operation Warp Speed, much less the claim that the vaccine is still awesome. Because he got it out there like nobody's business, the businessman. So I, I don't think it's a good, good, uh, let's say, strategy to keep clinging to something that every day more and more people realize is a disaster. The shot. Again, I, I, I don't have the video clip to show you, but it's, it's floating around out there. It, it's pretty fascinating to see some of the things that are being revealed about blind spots that Trump has. Now, I've never claimed Trump is a Ron Paul Republican, but would we be better off? I agree, yes. Had he been legitimately made president instead of illegitimately this Biden dude. But then the very questioning of the election and you're becoming an extremist and all of the things that are part and parcel to being a human being, much less one in America, where there is a First Amendment not given to us by government, but a First Amendment that acknowledges our rights of speech and inquiry and all kinds of things that are normal part of humanity, much less in scientific inquiry and endeavor. The ability to question what others say is science. Stop it. Silence, peasants. You shall not question science. And then who's who's ruling science? Is it a religion? Is it a cult or is it an endeavor to learn about the world around us, above us, under us, within us, the natural world, which always begs more and more questions. Every time we think we know something, let's ask a question about what we think we know. And we find out we didn't really know squat. And the argument is like, if you ask questions, you're anti-science. It's the, it's the basis of, of all science questions. And yes, even medical science. And now we, we learned that, was it the WHO, the CDC now has a page up of ivermectin for COVID? Like they never dissed anybody who recommended ivermectin. Suddenly now it's on a list as a treatment. Talk about crazy. Now, part of that is the, you know, the, the pinball activity of throwing you back and forth so many times that you don't even have an opinion anymore, except that I, it's too confusing. I'll just let the experts decide. And of course the experts screwed everything up as they regularly do. So what are we to do? Oh, I know. Let's go to the experts at Berkeley, UC Berkeley. And super Don gets props for this prediction. It wasn't specific about Berkeley, but the idea that after the rollout of the COVID wears off, they got to come up with some way or some reason to keep your masks on, to keep you separated, to keep you your life as miserable and difficult as possible if you don't get jabbed. And here's the story now. Outrage is Berkeley is demanding students wear masks if they're not jabbed against the flu shot, the flu. They, you don't get a flu shot. You have to wear a mask or else don't come in here at all question is how much more moronic and idiotic do people at berkeley look and act and behave so counter to the science that they proclaim a religious devotion to fortunately this is it's kind of an isolated thing um hopefully it's not a a trend but if you remember a couple years ago when they were going all crazy about the mass we had a discussion you and i on the air yeah. And I just threw it out there. It's like, you know, what I could see happening is at some point when they get bored with COVID, then they're going to say, oh, but 
people die every year of the flu, you should keep your mask on. You don't want those people to die too, do you? Uh, so, you know, this is what we see happening in Berkeley. Even though, I mean, the science behind the flu, I mean, what, what, what is it that we do know? We've talked about this over the years, right? Yeah. A, the flu shot sucks. Even if you went and got a flu shot. You know, I mean, say, there are some years we've had the, the, the effectiveness of the flu shot's been like 13%. And they admit you know? it. It's not like we had to say anything. They have to admit it. But they, I always said, what did I say? That the universal flu shot is what they were after? They're still going after. They're in fact, going they're going after. after an mRNA version of it. Exactly. Now. That's my point. Yeah. That the, the future of vaccine technology is all in on mRNA. And I think they're going to fail because the mRNA, every day you look at how devastatingly horrible it's been. There is no way to defend that as a, a technology that is viable for anything to be the new vaccine. And to throw the flu thing in, it means fewer and fewer people are ever going to comply again because now we know 50, 60, 70, 80 percent of parents won't even get it for their kids, the mRNA jabs. And that's it's spilling over into all vaccines, much less new and improved mRNA shots or jabs. So the good, happy news in all of this, as I said, is that they are revealing themselves to the world. Many of you here with me on the Robert Scott Bell Show have identified this way before anybody else. You're the first adopter, so to speak. You're the trailblazers. You're the one cutting through the debris to make a trail to get to safety. And I don't mean safety in a sense of like, oh, life will be safe. And we no, and in terms of the obvious tsunami that's coming and you're on the shore, it's like, Watch the animals run up into the hills and the stupid humans walk into the ocean going, oh, this is really interesting. Look, where did the water go? <laughs> As the wave is going to, I don't mean to laugh, but it's, it's, it's silly and, and moronic and, and, and sad and all of that, how stupid humans are because we've become so disconnected from the source of all our wisdom, which is not Fauci or the NIH or medical school, but creator, but God. To reconnect to the source of all wisdom is to not necessarily abandon science. That's not what I'm saying. But when science becomes religion, now it's crowding out your ability to not only have faith, but direct experience with the divine. And for them to proclaim that, well, your immune system doesn't work. It's not real natural immunity. And then they go, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it tells you all you need to know about their view of the world. They don't acknowledge natural law. Even as we would say, scientific endeavors are there to under, well, understand it. It's like, how, how does natural law work? I mean, that's been my agenda to get well. How will I get well <coughs> if I don't know how I got sick? <laughs> right? And if you think a cough is just because of a, a virus and, and pay no attention to your liver, and it's congested state due to exposure to all kinds of toxic elements that man created, not God, but man created. Undo that, and then, wow, my immune system works. I can even withstand some of these salts that man throws at me in terms of mRNA spike protein manifestation technologies. Good news is they are revealing themselves as who they have always been, but they were better at hiding it when they weren't so desperate to push their agenda at lightning speed, at warp speed, because they felt like they were losing you. And they've lost more of you <laughs> because of it. So don't think they're winning. They're not. Evidence, to the contrary, their attempts at censoring us. 
and so many people, so many of our friends. All right, Super Don. <coughs> I got a scratch in my throat. I better spray some silver in it. Well, I, oh, I got Singer Saving Grace. All right, let me do that. Bring your voice into the mix here, Super D, for a moment, and then we'll bring our lovely guests for the first hour in. For ah, that's better. Bring my voice. Bring your lovely voice in. The sweet sounds of Super Don. Figaro. Mm. All right. Now that you've had a drink. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, you know, Rachel, who I've, we had on as a guest at one of the AMAs, she owns the gym that I go to. Yeah. She's, you know, part, she's been part of a band, one of the top cover bands in the nation, flying around around the country. She retired when she had her, her about to have her baby. And uh, they're, bring, they're coming out of retirement for a big event on the 15th of September. And she insists she's going to invite me up to sing a song. That, All right. I don't know if I'm going to do it. All but, right. We yeah. got to have video of this. Have to. Yeah. But <laughs> if you stick around long enough, you might have video of me punching and kicking. Uh, we'll see what happens. I found it. I found it. it. We yeah. will play it later in the show. It's quite embarrassing. But uh, that's what I do. I, I love to do it. I thought it was impressive. It's cool. It's All cool. right. Give a derm. Yes. Give a derm. Did did they tell you how to pronounce her last name? No, I forgot. See, what kind of producer are you? What? Here we no, are. Going I with... asked her about Juliana because I wasn't sure, but because uh, <laughs> you know some people say Juliana. Right. I have a daughter named Juliana, so you know. Yeah. It was, but anyway. Well, yeah. No, we're going to that. It's how do you bar... think it's pronounced? G R I M N E S. Oh, I'm going to screw up. And they'll be mad at me. I don't want. See, them to you be won't mad even try me. it, will you? No, no I'm, not, I'm going to wait. They're lovely. Juliana right, well, and Deborah, let's Deborah find and out. Juliana. Let's find and out. they're going to say, well, how do we pronounce G-R-I-M-N-E-S? Grimness. Yeah. Grimness. Yeah, grimness. yeah, I, I was yes. going to go, yeah. But it, it's fascinating. They added because, an S on it would be golden. But they well, didn't. No, so. they didn't. But I look at you, too, and I don't see anything grim about you. I mean, then. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's actually, it's Norwegian. So there, there are not very, very many grimnesses here in the United States. So No, it's not a name I've, I've run across. And, you know, no. I've never even met the, the brother's grimness. I mean, it's just. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so we got mom and daughter and you guys look so great. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I, you look more like sisters to me. That's it. Say it again. Say it again. No, you I don't love it. <laughs> it's the Grimness sisters. The sisters Grimness. There you go. We'll take it. that. <laughs> and we met. We met when we were at in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, our friend Kimberly Overton put on the the Nurse Freedom Network event. We had Peter McCullough there and a bunch of other people. Ty Bollinger came. We got to hang out, and I was doing a broadcast from there. I meant to connect, and it was just so crazy that day. Uh, oh, hot. But, so oh, and hot. super hot. Then humid, yeah. which I'm, I'm used to from my past, but now I don't have to suffer in humidity often anymore. And you had a, a fascinating story that I thought we got to get this on. And it took a while. So thanks for your patience. But when we talk about uh, dermatological or skin issues, very mm -hmm. often, if you let's just say you go to a dermatologist, an allopathically trained pharmaceutical dermatologist, they will put toxic substances on your skin to stop I inflammation, will. to stop weaving, to stop things from happening. And yes, they can succeed for a while to stop things from happening. But the reality is it's destructive of the largest organ of elimination that we have. And that's not the liver, but the skin itself. So to put toxic things on the skin so that they'll go in through the skin into the body makes a whole hell of a lot of not, no sense to me. And I didn't know that growing up. But if you start reading cosmetic ingredients, man, it is nasty, nasty, nasty. And a lot of, well, not many regulations about cosmetics. So. Mm -hmm. I'm setting the stage here for your story to share 
how you came about what Givaderm is, we'll get to. But what is your story of skin issues that led you to the journey you're on? Well, mine was a little unique because the dermatologist I went to decided to do an aggressive treatment for potential precancerous cells. So uh, this person uh, took a, it's called 5-FU cell cream, and it was designed to be spot treatment for a precancerous situation. Uh, I didn't realize it at the time, didn't understand it. I suspect now, and my daughter definitely does, that this was an experiment. And so... Well, let, they, let, let's explain why. Okay, so they said for two weeks, put it on your arms. On my, for three weeks, for three on weeks, my so. arms and decollete, and then for three more weeks, put it all over my back. Broad spectrum. Wait a second. And wait so a second. You, you said a word, decollete. Is that French? Decollete. It yes. is. For this some, some people say decolletage, but yeah, it's, it's, Does, yes, do, it's just right. Do, right. do men have that too, or is that just a woman thing? I think they do, Les, but they, they generally you, call them the chest. You got a decollete too, so that's how that goes. Super Don, even Super yes. Don has a decollete? Oh, yes, he does. Absolutely. He does. All God's children have a decollete. Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, Super Don, how about them? How about them Niners? How's the 49ers doing? I'm just, just getting, you know, a little uh, elbow there. Anyway. Your decollete doing okay, buddy? Show me yours. I'll show you mine. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I am honestly, I have never heard that word before, and I had to pause really? and learn about it. A new word, decollete really? or decolletage. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my, I just remember, um, she, she, she was putting it off and I was like, mom, you know, the doctor said, uh, you really should, you know, you really should do this. And I'm thinking preventative, you know, anytime. And this is a, I'm not naming names. It's a very well-known clinic in our area. Um, and, uh, very well respected. And so I just remember putting on latex gloves, um, to put this on my mom. And I, and I just thought, I, I don't actually think this is good. Like, I don't think I should have to have a protective barrier for me to put something on my mom's skin. And it was like twice a day for three weeks. And um, I, I just, I, it just wasn't, it was a, not a fun, it just total that, totally that uh, influence of, of fear. Like if we don't do this, then yeah, it will be right. cancer or then it will be whatever. And so um, ended up, you know, doing it. And we went back to the dermatologist for a checkup. Okay. And I knew, I knew we were, this was a different story at this point. Well, I had it over my decollete. It broke out like the pox. And then there were a few here or there on my arms and a few on my back. But through this area, I, I had to get t-shirts that came up here. It, it was nasty. What, what, did, they, what did the doctors was, say though about this, this outbreak? Uh, no, like no, the pox. Well, yeah, they, they were pretty fascinated by it. Oh, no, they, they this was her favorite. Part. They weren't just fascinated. Um, there was uh, one of the the medical team uh, came in and took photos, and I thought, whoa, 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 whoa! What I'm are you taking running pictures here? of my decollete like, of my mom? Come on! But yeah, but <laughs> but, 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 it, but it's not even that. It's like, uh oh, we're part of a trial that we didn't sign up for, and I just thought, oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not ethical. There's nothing right about this whatsoever. And so at any rate, so time went on. And then all of a sudden I gained 10 pounds in a week. And for me, that was very unusual. And I just looked puffy. 
well, I didn't realize it, but my lymphatic system was going haywire because my body was in full toxic overload, uh, especially my liver. Found a detox clinic that helped, and it was confirmed that my liver was just riddled just with riddled. toxicity. But what that, what that caused was I became the canary in the mine. So I couldn't go with all the toxicity that we have in our environment. I was the one that would would show because my face, if I ran into toxins, my face would turn red and then uh, it felt like my brain would be twisted just slightly so that I, I felt like I had to think hard to walk. And so I could, for instance, go into Bed Bath & Beyond for five minutes mm -hmm. with a wet cloth over my face. And that was it. So we had to do that. Then Juliana would pay for it. I would get out. The only the only bonus of this is that I think it was during H1N1, that whole scare. <laughs> and so true. so whenever she came in with a mask over her face, this was pre-pandemic or anything yeah, else. People were like, thinking oh, she was going to rob the place. But I do remember vividly, we went down to downtown Nashville for the 4th of July. Um, it was a 4th of July event. And, you know, we have, it's it's, I think ours is like the top five in the nation of 4th of July events. And we were just walking through uh, just the vendors, just like the food the generators and, and all, all that. that stuff. And I looked over at my mom and she was just struggling putting one yeah. foot in front of the I, other. I wasn't okay. And, and I was just like, uh, we're going to like, just get out of here. We just have to go. Yeah. And so, so it was because she was so full of toxicity. Yeah. She just became, like she said, the canary in the mind where it was just like, mm -hmm. it, 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 none of that is good for any of us, but she would sort of be the person to go, Oh no, no, we all need to leave here. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that would frustrate me just a little you know? bit because people, and, and granted I, I wasn't max, but people would treat me like, Oh, poor little thing, poor little thing. We got to get her out of this toxicity. I want to say, dudes, this is bad for you too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, so yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm all, <laughs> well, and, and I had to remind them like, my mom was raised in rural Florida and like, you know, just healthy as could be. And like, there was, there were no issues until she came into this perfect storm of chemical exposure. Yeah. And so then I was in um, massage therapy school and I took a drainage class. I started, started learning the importance of the lymphatic system, man, the lymphatic system is an unsung hero of our body. I mean, we need to take care of our lymphatic system. But then I started understanding um, the parallels of, of what my, my mom's journey and that she really, so she, so she, she couldn't use anything else. She couldn't use um, things that her traditional, she was buying, you know, some of these, some of these really you know, highly flammable. All the stuff that Super Don and I have used that, for years, right? Yeah, right, um, right. No, I, I, this is the thing. And, and people, folks, if you're thinking, and I know this audience is pretty aware of the, some of the things you're talking about. There may be new folks, but the idea that you could put something on your skin and then not be able to walk very well is like, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, what's that? Now, right. you bring that up to a dermatologist, they might right. be offended. I don't know, right. but I'm shocked, they but not shocked. Another specialist. Yeah. Right. They send you to another specialist, right? right. It's like, oh, it's antidepressant. Yeah. yeah. It's just like one thing after another. And at what point do you realize the answers that we're looking for are not going to be found among these allopathic doctors? Sure. Right. Absolutely. And honestly, right. they're not really, in my experience, even health food stores, I started looking through and I couldn't find anything that didn't have a, either a toxic preservative uh, everything might have been organic, but it had a toxic preservative um, or, you know, something to where I would look at labels and I just became this 
like you know like her it's like you can't use this you can't she use became this. You my can't nazi yeah, yeah. I don't yeah well that. an ingredient you've got to read them and think yeah, that it it's not oh. just about what you eat it's about what you absorb through the skin that's something you're right like so, sodium benzoate potassium sorbate and that's just you know one of a zillion different things some those we can pronounce uh, right. But you're right. And as we go to health food stores, we talk about this all the time. You got to be careful shopping in them. I'm not saying that that nobody's carrying clean stuff, but even from the vitamin supplement where we talk about most of the stuff is synthetic garbage. You've got to find the 100 percent whole food forms. That's what we recommend here. And that's right. kind of where you realized you had to go in the development of the give a derm. So, yes. you know, this story, I know it's much longer than we have time to go to. Sure. We still have a little time, but kind of share that journey now from those from allopathic to even to the health food store arena to what you say we got to do better well we we bumped into a formulator that was as as impassioned about clean skincare as we as we are and so together we put together this this group of uh, products that we're very pleased with i think sometimes um even if products are clean the other hurdle you have to go over is whether or not they actually work and so ours, we're very proud to say, they do make a difference. Uh, whenever we're doing a multi-day event, we'll actually, uh, we, we tend to demo the products on people's hands. And when we're doing a multi-day event, we'll ask them to please choose either the body or the face. And we demo, demo it on the hands because the results are so effective that even at the end of the day, you can tell a difference. Our, our branding person, this is one of my favorite stories. We, we demoed uh, her, her hand and, and then it was early in the day and she went home. She called us that night. She goes, listen, I've put my kids through. I've done this. I've been in the garden. I've been in the kitchen. And tonight I told my husband, look, there's mm. still, you can still see a difference. So we're very proud of the effectiveness of the products. Beautifully done. And, and, and Juliana and Deborah, again, you're very aware of the internal workings of the body. As you emphasize lymphatic drainage, for instance, it's huge. And a lot of times it takes, it takes the brunt of what you put on the skin and finds its way into the lymph system. And oftentimes cancer is diagnosed because you have swollen lymph nodes, whether it's really cancer or not. The fact is they'll go, well, just to be safe, let's just pull those things out. Really? You want to destroy the drainage canal of the body so the body can detoxify? This is yeah. not a good plan. This is butchery. No. So we're yes. looking at uh, an option that you guys, I see a bunch of products behind you, your right shoulder, mm -hmm. and I will have to plead ignorance about most of them. And Super Don will too, because we're guys. All right. I'm saying Super we're Don, you know, you know this. You know this stuff. I'm sure you do. Well, <laughs> I, you know, talk to me about some of the products that you're, you put out there, not to the uh, uh, ignoring of the internal milieu because you understand that. Yeah. That's why you're not. But here, Superdon's got some things. We've got links up on the show notes uh, at robertscottbell.com. There's a link to get you there. Uh, and I and maybe there's some nice nice prizes for our Robert Scott Bell Show audience to learn about what they can do here. Uh, is there anything that jumps out at you as one of your favorite things for people to get started? Um, truthfully, I, I think the, the facial edition line, yeah. if you're looking something for something for the face, there's no, I think initially people hear and they go oh, five steps, my gosh. And I'm like, Hey, listen, there's no, you know, would you say no to a five course meal? Uh, no, you wouldn't. Because here's the thing is that every step has a very significant, um, part of the process. So like the clay mask. Like, so, I mean, the clay, we, we love our clay mask. We actually give it free anytime anybody um, orders uh, the facial edition system, because literally what it does is it goes and pulls out the impurities of the skin in the skin. It's mm -hmm. very hard uh, for to find toxin free makeup. 
And so typically you're going to be dealing with some sort of silicones or something that does not Mineral need to stay in the body. And so basically that, so there's the clay mask and that actually creates a great foundation for the subsequent five steps. Then um, we'll pull the impurities out and open up the skin so it can receive the benefits of the five steps. So literally what people, I mean, I could go through each one, but I don't know how we're doing on time. No, yeah. I, I, I want people to learn about it. Certainly. And we do have it linked. We'll give out the website. For those of you who want to check it out more, well, you know, one of the tests of, of cosmetics topicals uh, is can you eat it without having to call Poison Control Center, for instance? Absolutely. I Actually, one, one, of, one of my favorite yeah. stories, I'll tell you this. And we like, hear this over and over again. <laughs> um, yeah. we, we had an event in North Nashville and um, a woman came with her daughter and she's one of she's one of our biggest fans. And she's like, can I just tell you because her daughter is two years old. And she's like, can I just tell you one thing that I absolutely love about your products is that I don't have to worry about it if my daughter takes a bite out of the soap. And she said, I don't I don't mean for her to, but typically she eats the lotion <laughs> somehow or she eats whatever. And she said, I don't have to sit back and freak out if I have to call poison control. Now, listen, we are not promoting this as edible, no, as edible face care or skin care. Skin. No, no, I, I didn't encourage that people would eat this. Maybe better than certain right. fast food right. restaurants, I'll acknowledge. But the, the, I, I, I bet. the, the point is, again, this is sold as a topical cosmetic, these things. And yet right. I want people to understand the safety of this. This is, you know, one of the, the, right. the reasons why I wanted you on the show, because I know your commitment based on your experience. And and Deborah, from that experience of all this, what did you call it? Decodery, decada, what is that word again? <laughs> Decolade. I will get, I will I'll figure it out eventually by the next time I see you guys. Um, but, you know, from that worst thing, also the pre-cancer, cancer diagnosis, tell me about your general health, yeah. what's happened since then. Because, you, again, you're you're on a mission. You got that right. Uh, listen, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. And we had some detox situations, took care of it, got better. It took years, but I'm better. And um, I'm... I'm just excited to be able to share these products with other people who, for me, I had no alternative. And everywhere I would try, it either didn't work or it wasn't allowed. And I was getting desperate because it was probably two years in there that I just couldn't do anything with my skin. And and I know, I mean, the one thing one of my friends told me once is, you're as young as you're ever going to be right now. And I thought, now you just messed me up. But anyway, I knew that I needed to get something on my skin. And so um, we were, were happy to be able to present this. And um, so, and, and also one of the things as a company that we're, we are trying very, very hard to do, um, and I know it seems like a mountain, but uh, as a philosophy, we're mm -hmm. trying to, um, how can I word this? We're trying to retract the talons of Hollywood from um, how we appear, from our appearance. Because if, as a mom, if I don't um, face my ne next decade well mm -hmm. for my daughter, then her best friend is going to be a surgeon at what age? Is it going to be 40? Is it going to be 30? I mean, I know kids in their 20s that are doing Botox. And some of the augment the augmentations that are happening, it's, it's just so grievous yeah. because the, it's affecting identity and if you notice i mean you can see all the stuff that's going on now it's like a global attack on identity yeah. and so what we're trying to do is you need to embrace who embrace the decade you're in and live it fully with joy mm -hmm. and acceptance but take care of yourself sure. so that 
And you'll allow your skin, your body to be able to reflect good health and then enjoy where you are and show your kids that it's okay to face another birthday and do it with joy. Yeah. I, I love the joy you're bringing. And folks, if you haven't done this at the website, our website, robertscottbell.com, Super Don has put a banner link to the Give a Derm website. And we'd okay. love for you to click it. I'm just looking at this thing, a facial edition system. Mm-hmm. And Super Don and I are going, huh, what? But the ladies <laughs> out there are going, yeah, of course. And it's <laughs> well, less- Some of them really are intimidated by five steps. Yeah. And we took this to our favorite farmer friend. And uh, I mean, he's, he's out in the sun all the time. He's a very manly well, man. kids, manly man. Like Super Don. Yes. And yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And so we, we gave it to him and I was all apologetic. I said, we, we went back to give him more product, talk to him about it. And I said, mm-hmm. I know five steps. I know it's a lot to ask. And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. He said, I don't ever do anything for myself. And he said, I do the mask. I do the, I do the mask. I do the five steps and I do the five steps morning and night. I do the mask once a day. And he said, it is my time for me. (laughs) And he said, it's my self care. And I was like, Oh, that's really great. Well, and so another woman said, said, I normally, I normally dread different steps. Yeah. And she said, literally, I look forward to every step. And truthfully, you can do it in about 60 60 seconds to two minutes, or you can make it longer depending upon however much you actually want to take time for yourself. But every step counts and every step matters. Mm -hmm. And there's no, um, there's no insignificant. We, we, we originally tried to actually, and each step works well on their own, but they're Mm -hmm. better together. Mm -hmm. And so we originally were going to try to offer less and we went, no, 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 everybody needs this. And we've literally had people say they've been stopped in in pickup line at school or wherever say, saying oh my yeah. gosh what are you using on your skin you're positively radiant what is going on you're glowing so, so you're saying and if you if you want to get picked up in the pickup line uh try at, some give it cool. <laughs> that's, that's what we're saying that's it and we wanted it to be fun you know what yeah. I mean, we wanted people to smile yeah. when they said okay what is what Dustin is give a derm, give a derm came and, from like, her. and, and yeah. also like what scrub your ash off what does that mean and what's tighten your assets what yeah. the heck <laughs> and so we just wanted people to actually engage in the fun mm-hmm. of taking care of themselves and also empowering them to have choices that are better than what's currently on the shelves and yeah. truthfully there was something if there was a product like like this out there i wouldn't be the co-founder of this company i would be just purchasing the product and loving it and promoting it that way all right well i'm looking at the there's like an opening deal uh i don't know if this is special or robert scott bell show audience but super don if you can put that link out on on, in our chat rooms the various chat rooms they can have it and try it check it out uh uh, the system five five facial system i Mm -hmm. i'm just overwhelmed and intimidated but it as long as, I, as long as I can eat it, then, I'll, then we're okay. But uh, instead of three fifty one, it's two forty nine. And you know, Super Don and I look at each other and go, "Well, we don't really do stuff like this." But man, oh, a woman, a woman. The, the and you get a free mask. And in the month of September, we're also giving a free eye cream. Okay, well there you go. Check it out. I mean, if you're looking for a cleaner option for topical stuff, give a derm. Uh, again, we've got it linked up in the show notes. And again, a great backstory. And I appreciate you guys coming on to give us a little bit of that. Thank you. Yeah, and your de- dedication, not only to clean up what goes on your skin, but as you point out, uh, powerful messages about identity, you know, and, and, and you know, being who you are. And uh, 
Uh, we've got a lot to sort through to break that through a lot of the confusion these young people are going yep. through right now. So thank yes, you for that we, as well. You're so welcome. All right. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Juliana and Deborah Grimness, the sisters Grimness. They're full, full of life and levity and love and laughter. I appreciate them very much. Look forward to seeing you guys at the next event, whenever that may be, whether it be the Nashville area or otherwise, but check out Give a Derm. It's again, it's a hometown healer story. That's what I like. Folks that are doing good work and uh, they're not multinational conglomerates. They're not putting hidden ingredients and stuff. So again, it's a nice spotlight here on the Friday heading into the weekend. We can all look even, well, me and Super D could look even a little better. I, I'm not going to comment for anybody else. All right, Super Don, you ready? Uh, makeup. No? Yes? Did we survive that? Two guys talking about, well, it's more than makeup. It's skincare. What is it called again? Adelicata? Give a Della. Delicata. I just, she, you know what? They're going to have to send us an email and give us the dictionary <laughs> word and definition because that one's so new to me, it's going to take a while. And Bala is going to probably write in and go, how can, how can you get that word I haven't wrong? heard from Bala in a while. No, I know. I, I, yeah. I haven't butchered names. That's why I kind of said, you say your last name first and we'll, we'll get it right. And that I did. We did that. So, so yes, right. there's a banner in the show notes. Um, okay. And I think I'm going to put something up over on the right-hand side. Um, a little ongoing link for too. that? Okay. Yeah. I just need to figure out what. But <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yes. Well, Deborah and Juliana, Bright Lights heading into the weekend. Thank you for that. Um, I'm sure we got a lot more to do. I should actually say as well as we talked about the external environment, uh, how about not putting toxic pesticides and all that stuff around you because it ends up in you and uh, you're breathing it in. And you might want to consider uh, another God-given ingredient from orange or citrus peel. It's called delimonene, and we get that from Orange Guard. OrangeGuard.com. Tor McPartland's going to join me this Sunday again. We're going to have an update. Uh, and for those of you who haven't figured it out, you can go to your local Ace Hardware store, even if you're a lady, and get some Orange Guard. OrangeGuard.com, and it's completely safe around kids and pets and uh, organic agriculture it's only listed there's me in my greenhouse spraying it around for the aphids if there are any you can do this safely and make your home smell like oranges too what a side benefit and super don if they send take a picture when you get the orange guard whether you get it at the ace hardware or, or go direct take a picture with send it into super d we'll add it to the collage and we're gonna we're gonna do a, a giveaway of some kind we might talk to tor about that on the weekend for our sunday broadcast heading into uh labor day you know that day but sunday so that'd be cool yeah that's the oh, collage so far got a few of them they're very cute i love it yeah so check it out orangeguard.com just like we talked about cosmetics being clean yes pesticides can be clean too oh my gosh yes it's not going to kill sparky or fido or muffy or your kids and i hope you don't name them that but if you do okay that's your thing we're <laughs> <laughs> <Clear> sparky <laughs> oh my gosh all right, so we're not masking up, but those of you in Berkeley who are because of the flu shot scare or the flu scare, uh, you're going to want to get Givaderm because you're going to have all kinds of strange maladies. It's Declate, by the way. Declate. I just got an email. Declate. I want to say Declatage. I feel, I feel very French when I say that. I do. That's what I do. I feel very French at the moment. Oh, oh, oh Declate. Does that mean we're going to eat snails from our garden? Hopefully you're not dealing with you that. You ever had escargot before? I have never had escargot. I had it you? once. I, I ate once, and it wasn't You're bad. way more cultured than I am, though. Uh, I was a kid. We It was one of the things we ate when we went. To, we took a trip to Hawaii when I was, like, too young to appreciate it. And, cool. uh, but I do remember my dad had escargot, and I felt brave enough to try it. 
And do you remember anything about it? You know, it was in like some like garlic uh, butter, probably butter yeah. stuff. When I, I don't know, it was kind of like a kind of like a mushroom kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, today I probably wouldn't eat it just because I just why why do I eat a snail? But right. Um, I mean, you could. But they, you they're know. all over. But why would you want to? I don't know. Well, yeah. Speaking of garlic butter, when I was first introduced to what are those things there? There. Oh, let's see. You got. They're short, fat, and round, and they got leaves you pull off of them. Uh, artichokes. Artichokes, right? I never grew yes. up with artichokes any more than I grew up with asparagus, just so you know. I mean, I had ketchup on my spaghetti. I'm just saying, I didn't live a cultured life. You know, artichokes was one of those things. I remember being a kid and eating artichokes, and it was like they put the big artichoke in front of you and pick off the leaves. Mm hmm and you dip them in mayonnaise as well. Oh we no. Do. No, I yeah. only would dip them in And then in you like like garlic bite butter. the, you know, a little bit off. It's a lot of work for very little. Oh, but um, yeah, if you like garlic butter like I do, it's it's an excuse to do oh, a lot of garlic butter. Oh, so you butter. used garlic butter. Oh, oh my god. That's the only way I learned how to do it from my buddy. It's a yeah. The artichoke is a very weird plant cuz you know when you get through all the leaves, then yeah. you get down to what they say is the artichoke heart, which is good. Yeah. But it's protected by like these spiny things mm -hmm. that you got to like pull off and stuff you know it's yeah. almost like you know you're not supposed to eat it you but. gotta work you gotta work at it but i mean we gotta be able to work at something we eat now the artichoke that led to the asparagus which i thought were like skinny artichokes that you don't peel off but <laughs> again that was my level of ignorance about food i didn't grow up knowing the st stuff i know today and growing food and all of that like i said here here's my beautiful sweet red pepper that i just pulled from the garden today uh, right before I, I i went on the air with you and um super don did you find that um kickboxing thing anna had done a laban's wife came to, to kickboxing with me and did, uh, she, yes she, she did a video and i want to say this also because the igf one plus super don i think there's a, a labor day special it's already there an is, amazing there is. i haven't had i just found out about it it's a uh, buy any product get one free and get a free bottle of the igf with uh long jack and oh so, with the long jack okay so, dude well next hour put... next hour yes. let's give the details of the deal because if you've you guys okay. and gals have been waiting to get on the igf one plus keys to life dot shop bell i believe is the discount code or you can just click the link that we have at robertscottbell.com we'll tell you about a deal and if you want to see my muscles not that you want to but if you do super don will show the video i don't know when and where is that second hour is that now i don't know when to do it um hold on a second here i think i can do it now okay do we want to do it with sound i'm just curious I, it's, dude i don't know we, I, I think they're playing beastie boys music at the point of time i don't know if we'll get banned they for that are now in order to do that though i'm gonna have to turn the sound on so you might get an echo if you talk here i'll be quiet so, all right so stand by Shh, everybody the video Whoops. Why did it stop? So how cool are you, huh? All right. All right.
turn the mic thing off, then I won't echo. Yep. But yeah, no, so I, I just, as you know, I t have to take off my glasses when I do that or I'll, my glasses will fly off. So I can't really see what I'm doing. You see big shadows coming at you. And that's Rachel, of course, for those of you who have been on our AMAs because you're patron supporters. She was a special guest, told all the, the dirty details of my workout routine and how inconsistent I am and hypocritical about everything I am. You know, I, would lo I love it when people point that out. Just like uh, Laban hanging out with Laban and his wife. And he said, look at all the things Robert says he does, but he doesn't do. Remember that? Was that just the other day? It was. Uh, so uh, that was fun. But the, to do that, I'm just look. I was looking at my kicks for the first time. I'm like, you got to understand when I started that those the, that gym, I was like, do I have to kick? I don't want to kick. I, I can punch. I can duck out of the way. But kicking, really? Now I can actually do the kicks. It's crazy. So it took a while to get there. And again, I would talk about building muscle, lean muscle mass. The IGF One Plus is amazing, and we'll talk about that special deal for Labor Day in the second hour of the show. Um, but there is, uh, let me see what else we got up for this hour. Uh, the WH. Oh yeah. The monkey pox renaming. Do we have anything <laughs> about that that we want to hit real quick? Uh, well, you know, we, we've covered this before and the world health organization decided they want to rename the monkey pox because some people think that the term monkey pox is racist. Mm. Uh, and that also it, it stigmatize, it's a stigmatizing. I, don't, I still don't understand. Are there different races of monkeys? Well, you know, look, when it comes to racism, we've talked yeah. about this before. Uh, if you are looking for something to be racist, you'll find it mm. somehow. Cause you know, you look yeah. hard enough for something, you find it. Right. Right. And so, you know, uh, because it's called monkey pox and some people in the past, yeah, Apparently, you don't have to explain it. I think it's ridiculous. But it's yeah, I think it's ridiculous. But yeah. the World Health Organization said, "Hey, you know what? Let's put it out to the public, yeah, and let's see what they think. You know, what would be a good alternative name for the monkeypox?" Mm -hmm. uh, and now they are vowing that it's not going to be anything ridiculous. Because oh, I prom they promise, right? I not think, like everything Robert, else they I, do. I think you wrote to the World Health Organization and mm -hmm. submitted a a, uh, a possible name. Because you remember back in the day, yeah, uh, there was a thing about naming a boat. Yeah, and in somebody yeah. somebody said, "Well, how about Bodie McBoatface?" And I can remember it was. It's like one of the few times I've heard you laugh in a way that it was just like you were like giggling. Like, I was uncontrollable. Was, you thought that was very funny. It just struck my funny bone perfectly. Somebody Bodie has McBoatface. come up with an alternative. It, it, yeah. it has come up with one like that. Yeah. Poxy McPoxface. <laughs> You know, I would make it Poxy McPock face, but that's just me. Yeah. It easier. So but, anyway, I thought, yeah. hey, let's take the, take what was going on in that article and let's uh, put it out to our subscribers and see what they think. Okay. So the question is, the World Health Organization is asking the public to come up with a new name for monkeypox. Which one do you like? Mm -hmm. And the, these are the ones they had in the article. Uh, one is Mpox. Yeah, which, we talked about that. Right. Another one here I hadn't heard of, Trump 22. I don't know why or... Uh, is that is that supposed to help Trump win or lose? I, I don't understand that. Trump, I'm not we'll sure. I don't know if I would want to be yeah. named after a, 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 a disease or not like that. Then you have yeah. Poxy McPockface or something else. Oh. Um, and I invited some people to uh, call in if they had a you know their own. We did have one caller. They called mm -hmm. in, and this is this is what she had to say. Hi, for the poll question, um, we all know that it's money pox, man. This is this is Jeb in Arizona, and it's money pox or 
maybe narrative pox, agenda pox. You know where I'm going with this. Anyway, love your show. Thanks for all that you guys do. Uh, Super D, you're the best as well. Thanks. Bye. No, I'm the best as well. See, you like can't it. let Super D like, out of the spotlight. I like agenda pox. It kind agenda of rolls pox off is the kind tongue. Of cool. That yeah. sounds good. I and then never heard that one yet. Um, our buddy Tucker Carlson also on Twitter, he did a Twitter poll mm-hmm. uh, because this is important. You know, we need to come up with an appropriate alternative because we don't want people to be offended. <laughs> we don't want uh, her, 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 you know, feelings to be hurt. We're not into stigmatizing people in countries. So we want to come up with something. Tucker also, I respect yeah. him immensely. He very sincerely was trying to help out and he put out a poll uh, and on this poll, he suggested a few things. He could call it Hunter Hives. <laughs> I like that one. Midterm variant. Nah, I, don't, I don't quite like that one as much. I like this one. Adam Schiffless. <laughs> oh, that's good. Adam Schiffless. Uh, and then the final one, Schlong COVID. Schlong COVID. Uh, that's is the one that won in the uh, in the, Their uh, poll? the poll for him. I would have voted for Adam Schiffless. I yeah. think that is a brilliant name. That is very for the monkeypox. Yeah, of course that's uh, a play on Adam whatever Adam Schiff. Schiff, right? Yeah, the guy um, with the giant eyeballs. Yeah, scary dude. Uh, so anyway, issues. we'll yeah. we'll visit the uh, results of our poll um, yeah. here at the end of the program. Yeah. All right. So mom, of course, uh, no filter. Mom, Grandma Mickey says she doesn't like the color of my shirt today. So I just like um, change my shirt real like quick. It's like a or, burnt orange or something, huh? Yeah. No, yeah. it's an awesome shirt. San Diego old school I surfing shirt. I like it. I could see myself wearing that shirt. Dude, so, what does it say? It says old school. San- it's a San Diego surfer shirt. Yeah, San Diego surfer shirt, yeah. Dude, I want that shirt. Yeah. yeah. Should I send it to you? Will you fit in a medium? No. Oh. I can't but, wear that shirt. Bulging but, muscles that you have? Yeah, I wish. No? Um, yeah, it's a cool <laughs> shirt. I like it. All right. So... Uh, Lori yeah. agrees with her. What is this? Everybody's bagging. Yeah, it's your gang shirt up today. on my shirt day. Come on. <laughs> you know what, Allison? It's a nice our, color. Our What's wrong with that tennis. color? I like it. I enjoy it. I don't wear it every day, obviously. But hey, it's Friday. I'm feeling like surfer dudeish. So, not Adam Schiffelis. So there. Adam Schiffelis. <laughs> <laughs> not Poxy McPockface either. Cody yes. McBoatface. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to elevate the discussion because in hour two, Tony Lyons is going to join us uh, from, well, that extraordinary publishing house known as Skyhorse, putting out all the good books you want to read. And if you've been wondering, why now did Fauci decide, yeah, I'm going to get out of here by December of 2022? Might it have something to do with a book that's forthcoming by Skyhorse? We're going to talk to Tony Lyons about that as well. Thank you as well to Nutritional Frontiers. They've got some great, great products coming up in the month of September, their focal point, including their certified organic U.S. grown hemp CBD products that we take. I use every day. Uh, Here's a cinnamon flavored one I got. You get the mint flavor. They got the transdermal delivery. They got the hemp boost and gummies, organic, awesome stuff. And of course, you can go to CBDNF.com. Use the code RSB15 to get 15% off and all of their products through nutritionalfrontiers.com. Those of you who have taken advantage of, and if you're in the U.S., uh, becoming a, a customer of theirs, they send a nice gift basket thank you of samples of their hemp CBD to Robert Scott Bell Show listeners. Take a picture, send it on in. We'll add it to the uh, collage here. 
And eventually we'll do another giveaway for that as well. Remember, oh, and here we go. 15% off Astro Cleanse, Beauty Complete, Neto Keto 2020, which is a focal point on eye health. Pro Purple is another supplement for supercharging your immune system and your, uh, your nutrition. Women's Complete, Frontier Men's Complete. And uh, all of these are related to aging, skin, and vision. That's a perfect combination with the, the Gibiderm we were talking about earlier. Uh, 15% off, but you get an extra 15. Double dip with the code RSB15 when you go to NutritionalFrontiers.com. So with that, let's take a, a top of the hour pause and educational break. And we'll be back with Tony Lyons from Skyhorse Publishing because the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott, the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Hey, great news for nurses. Uh, I, I, there's always great news for nurses, especially if they're part of like the Nurse Freedom Network and they woke up and they say, I don't want to hurt people. I want to learn about nutrition. Well, the Trinity Live event coming up uh, September 16th through the 19th in Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, Trinity just got approval for uh, CEUs, up to 24 approved CEU hours. If you participate in, and attend the Trinity Live event and through all their intensives that are available to you, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th in Indianapolis. I don't super don't if you have that image I just sent you, but this is great news. We do have a lot of nurses that are part of the Robert Scott Bell Show audience, and you got to get these continuing education units. Why not get it for really awesome stuff like we learned from from Trinity School of Natural Health? Again, their Trinity Live event coming up the 16th through the 19th in Indianapolis, Indiana, or you might just want to take the ongoing coursework that's available uh, via uh, remote learning at trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org, or, and, or, there we go, Trinity Live now approved for nursing hours through the CEU network, and that's, again, great news, and then again, we'll also be uh, together again at the Trinity uh, Health Freedom Expo, and that's coming up the uh, 15th and 16th of October uh, the Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago is a joke far enough from Chicago that I'll still go there. So that's coming up as well. Upcoming events. We've got the um, National Health Freedom Coalition. It's the 13th Congress. And uh, we'll all be getting together on the uh, what is it? The it might be the same weekend. No, it's it's the weekend after. I think it's the 24th and 25th or 23rd, 24th in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And uh, Scott Tips from the National Health Federation will be the keynote speaker. He's going to get an award. There's a couple of organizations, including the Health Independence Alliance out of Utah, for doing amazing work at the state level uh, for providing uh, a way, a mechanism by which the state cannot force you to get a COVID jab or any mRNA jab, for that matter, talking about genetic privacy, genetic protection. Uh, so that's coming up 13th, United States Health Freedom Congress, September 23rd, 24th. Love to see you there. Uh, for that event as well, and any number of other events, including Stu and Terry Warner hosting us in Orlando. I did just get updates on two events in the Orlando metro area that week. And let me see if I can pull them up in my account. I don't have anything to show you yet, but let me just tell you, for those of you who are in the Tampa Bay or Orlando area, and I'd love to see you at, at a couple of you know, a couple of option events here. Let me go into the, uh, it's going to be in October. I'm looking right now. October, what will the dates be? Okay, looks like 
Ah, yes, Chamberlain's, a consumer lecture, open to the public, free at the Chamberlain store. And where is this one located? Lake Mary. Chamberlain store in Lake Mary. That's north of Orlando. I know that area well. And then that's on the 4th of October. And that'll be an afternoon event, late, uh, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, something like that. We'll get more details out. And then the 5th of October, right before the event in Orlando with uh, Terry and Stu Warner, Chamberlain's a consumer event, 5 to 6 o'clock in the afternoon at the East Orlando store on East Colonial. And I know that store well. We used to shop there when I was in Orlando. So two additional events will be added to the upcoming events. And these are public events. They are free. Uh, the 4th and 5th of October in the Orlando metro area. I will be broadcasting, interestingly enough, at another one of the Chamberlains on, I believe it's the 4th. Let me see if I have that. Uh, yes, the, the broadcast I'm going to be doing is in Lakeland, the Chamberlains in Lakeland. I'll be live on the 4th of October uh, doing the Robert Scott Bell Show from the Lakeland store, Lakeland location of Chamberlains Natural Food. So anyway, Mark your calendars. We'll have details up in the upcoming events tab of the Robert Scott Bell Show website. And you could sign up, get the newsletter by texting RSB to 22828. 22828 to RSB. So text it to 22828. And you can be part of the Super Don Robert Scott Bell Show newsletter coming out. So this hour, I told you we we're going to talk about why Fauci might not. Well, want to stick around very much longer in government. It's not because he's been there forever, because if he had his brothers, he'd probably stay there till forever, till he's mummified. But now he's leaving. Why is that? Speculate. We're going to do a little bit of that, but there's a book you want to get pre-order by Bobby Kennedy. We're going to talk about as well. Let's welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show from Skyhorse Publishing, Tony Lyons. Tony, welcome, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to have you back on. You know, I want to make all kinds of jokes in the midst of tragic stories about the other Tony, the Anthony Fauci dude. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't want to call you Tony McTony face because that's just that's not not respectful. And I respect you too much. Uh, but but humor is important in the midst of all we're going through. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, this is the book that told the whole world the sort of the depths of corruption that Dr. Fauci was part of and was, you know, sort of thrusting on all of us that he was spending his whole career, you know, 50 years, basically working for pharmaceutical companies at the expense of public health. And this other book that we're coming out with later this fall, this is the book that I think really has him scared because this shows that he knew so much more about where the virus came from and he covered it up and a lot of people suffered and a lot of people died because he wasn't honest. So this corruption has real consequences. And, you know, that's what I think Dr. Fauci recognizes and is afraid of and hopes that we'll just forget him. Tony, can you hold that book up again? Because for those in the podcast later, they won't see it. They, they'll hear it. I'm going to put it full screen again. I'm going to read the title because I can read it now. The Wuhan cover-up, how, how U.S. health officials conspired with the Chinese military to hide the origins of COVID-19. Uh, this is another great book coming out by Bobby Kennedy, and he's appeared on this show. We might have to interview him about this uh, book as well coming out. And this is in November, but you can pre-order now. Is that correct? You can put in orders now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so the combination, the sort of one two punch of those books 
you know, hopefully gets us rid of Dr. Fauci forever. But I don't think that's good enough. And I, I think Dr. Fauci hopes that he can just kind of disappear now. But, you know, with the Republican Congress likely coming in in the fall, I think that they're going to go after Fauci even after he leaves, which they certainly can do. And it seems clear that he's committed crimes and that he's acted, like I said, on behalf of pharmaceutical companies to extract money from the American public and has not worked to protect public health. And, you know, he should go to jail for that. I mean, these are very serious allegations in this book, in, in both of these books, the real Anthony Fauci and the Wuhan cover up. And, you know, we, we need justice. We need a truth and reconciliation kind of moment. And hopefully that's going to be January. Well, I know he believes uh, because he's been on the inside of so many of these things for so long, decades, in fact, that he'll skate off into the sunset and enjoy his retirement. Who knows how much of the U.S. taxpayer funded dollars that he gets more than the president will continue flowing in retirement as well. Uh, but if we look into the real Anthony Fauci, the book that Bobby Kennedy wrote um, and other researchers that he, uh, he he compiled all of this uh, from and on, uh, Fauci is, dare I say, a criminal. Based on the behavior that he's exhibited and done, the things that he has done, it resulted in the death of hundreds of thousands, arguably millions of people going back long before the Wuhan, uh, you know, coronavirus uh, scare scenario. And we're talking about the uh, drugs that were put out on the market uh, uh, for AIDS, so to speak, or HIV, the AZT. Uh, so that history is very real. And and again, in, in, in the scales of justice, they don't always happened before our eyes. But I agree with you, Tony. It'd be certainly nice to see Anthony Fauci have to face a jury of his peers over what he has done in the government and other things. And uh, I think he's such a sociopath, borderline, maybe even psychopath, that he doesn't acknowledge it at all, but he recognizes other people do based on this book and the book that, that's about to come out. Uh, so um, the amount of information that is released, how different is it from the real Anthony Fauci, this next book? Oh, this is totally different. I mean, this is really focused on what happened, you know, leading up to Wuhan, what happened there and what the consequences were. So this is a much more focused book on the actual cover up. So, you know, but part of the reason to really go after Fauci isn't just to punish him, which he certainly deserves, but it's to make sure that it never happens again and that we dismantle the kinds of things that he set up. I mean, I was reading this um, periodical that was put out by the Surgeon General in 2021, and it described the sort of pandemic of misinformation in this country and all the steps that the U.S. government was going to take. And, and this was really Dr. Fauci's playbook, that he was going to, you know, sort of set up this coordinated attack on scientists, on doctors, on science itself. So by calling himself, by saying that he represented science, he was really attacking science because science is not about what one person says or thinks. Science is about this rich dialogue, this incredible, you know, thousands and thousands of scientists giving different points of view, sort of riding on each other's shoulders, getting to, to greater and greater clarity. And he really stifled that in this country over decades. And so we need to dismantle that entire apparatus where 
you know, anybody who disagreed with Dr. Fauci was just taken off the internet. I mean, you could not find their perspectives. You could not find their points of view at mm. those critical moments. And it, and that's what we really have to dismantle now, that, that sense that the government tells you what the truth is about science or about anything. I mean, this is not a fascist country, or it's at least not supposed to be. Not supposed to be, Tony, country. yeah. And, and we're so, dealing with, uh, we've heard this term anti-science aggression. I think Hotez came up with that. Uh, right. But the reality is Fauci has been the greatest advocate for anti-science aggression than anybody in our history because of the things he's done to corrupt science, the scientific integrity, if you will. People say, well, I don't trust science. I don't trust the science. These things are just weird the way they, they put it out there because they've relegated science to a, a cult or religious practice as opposed to one that endeavors to understand more about the world we live in and and in benefit make good good things happen whether it be in the healthcare sector or other aspects of life and yet the things he's done is probably set back so-called science decades if not centuries in terms of you know burning witches sure. and that's what they've done they burned witches they called scientists to question the narrative that Fauci fomented and others above him said you must foment he became the perfect political stooge to work between those worlds He's done more damage to the science than uh, you know, anything we could ever do. And we love science. We love questioning. We love in interviewing scientists who question things, you know, who are engaged in debate and discussion because that's how we move the scientific understanding of the world around us and within us forward for our benefit. Right. I mean, this entire concept that's become so widespread that misinformation is kind of defined on all these big tech platforms now as anything that contradicts what a very limited number of public health officials say. So we need to kind of disabuse ourselves of that concept that, you know, that the truth about science is always going to be complicated and it's always going to require all of these great scientists and all of these great doctors and researchers, uh, you know, who, who were kicked off the internet, who were pushed down during this period. So even though Fauci's leaving all of these programs and you know what the Surgeon General's program really described was this multi-tiered system where they were gonna control what everybody thinks so that everybody believes that there's scientific consensus when there really isn't. So, so many millions of people were duped because they, they believed wrongly that all these things were settled. And it was just a question of, you know, how quickly can you get your vaccine? And then this whole problem is going to be over. And, you know, so that doesn't necessarily leave when Fauci leaves. You know, that that no. takes Fauci being prosecuted. That that takes a, a, a real period where we look at everything that he supported and that he built and that we then come up with a system where we have people in charge of public health in this country who really care about public health. I mean, the, the idea that Dr. Fauci was against anything that was generic for his whole career, he was against any kind of early treatment. He was always for the most expensive vaccines. Newest, latest, buy, greatest patented treatment or prevention therapeutic, if you will, uh, despite clinicians, real doctors seeing patients, not like Fauci, who was it? Uh, actually reporting successes, which would, in any sane, rational 
uh, scientific endeavor would cause you to pause and go, hey, what are they doing and why are they succeeding? Let's first see if they are. And if they are, let's find out it and duplicate it instead of shutting them down, shouting them down, denigrating them, ad hominem attacking them, threatening them with loss of license, or you'll never work in this town again. What do I mean by that? Fauci controlled the money that would be given as grants to various scientists for scientific inquiry and endeavor. And if you were starting to ask a question down a narrative that they didn't want you to cover, that money dried up instantaneously. The control of science via bureaucratizing and centralizing the monies that would flow. And Fauci was, again, the perfect politician, not scientist, not doctor, a guy who played the politics of both sides and enriched himself while people suffered because of the decisions he made. He should be made to pay for that. And the entire system dismantled as it exists today. Replacing Fauci with someone else in the same system is not going to correct it. Definitely true. And I mean, you know, what this book showed so clearly was the depths of that corruption and the financial entanglements that have crept into public health, you know, so-called public health in this country, where we had people making decisions for us who really didn't care about any of us. And then these people were empowered to kick everybody else off every platform and have this sort of manufactured consensus where you know, nobody could find information that could really be helpful to them, but it all backfired. So what happened when Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book came out and then so many other people came out and, and started telling their stories is that millions of people learned many more than before 2020. Now, I mean, now there's really tens of millions of people, maybe even more, who just don't trust what's happened who are looking much, much deeper into the whole history of how medicine has been transacted in this country. Tony, uh, by the way, we're talking with Tony Lyons from Skyhorse Publishing. Of course, you know the book, Real Anthony Fauci. A new book is coming out in November by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy, that you'll want to read about the cover-up of the Wuhan connection to the uh, you know gain-of-function studies, all of that that Fauci helped to, uh, to cover up. Uh, that's coming out. Uh, Tony, as we look at the books that have been written by Bobby Kenny, I got to ask you about one in particular that we didn't mention it. I don't even know if it was if you Skyhorse did this one, but he wrote a letter, if you will, a book to liberals, if you will. Did that also come out through Skyhorse? Yes, that's called Letter to Liberals. Um, and we are we are now on the second version of that and, and, and we're going to keep updating it. Um, but it's it's sort of written to tell liberals what they've been missing here because they've been so duped mm -hmm. so much more duped than any other party. I mean, historically liberals were open to arguments, you know, probably more, more than they, anybody. They didn't like censorship. They did. Now they, they become the censorship. They, they are now the open advocates and enthusiastic, uh, you know, supporters or demanders that we be censored for other views that they don't like. And, and yet, uh, you know, I look at what Bobby Kennedy and his family have done and I realize the terms liberal and conservative have changed over the years as far as definitions. But I think as uh, Bobby Kennedy as a lifelong Democrat in his family has a lot of credibility in writing to the liberal community and say, hey, can you please look at this? You might overlook this. And then uh, I think yesterday the uh, uh, was it the press secretary um, of the for, for Biden White House 
said that, you know, they're asking her about who's an extremist, what's an extremist. And she, she basically, I'm paraphrasing here, said, well, if, if you have a minority view, if, if the majority consensus is this and you don't hold that view, you're an extremist. I'm like, since when is that a liberal ideal? And sure. again, oh. we see majority of Americans who disagree. And so when you are not with where majority of Americans are, then, you know, that is extreme. That is an extreme way of thinking. So if you're not where the majority of Americans are by her proclamation, the Biden administration, that you're an extremist. You have an extreme way of thinking. Tony, I, I mean, again, this is not a liberal ideal, is it? But it is even worse than that, because what they're saying is uh, that it's misinformation if you disagree with a public health official's proclamation. So so how do you find out what the majority of Americans believe? So if you're talking about the majority of scientists and, and doctors and, and researchers, then what happens is this Surgeon General's program that Dr. Fauci helped set up set out to destroy any opinion that disagreed with their views mm -hmm. on what was going on. And, and their views, like I said, was to support pharmaceutical companies in their quest to make more money, nothing mm -hmm. to do with public health. So yeah. when you can do that, you can manufacture a majority. Right. You know, you can say, oh, well, all the doctors who we can find all the doctors that we bring on to our TV shows, all the doctors that that we talk about, we'll pick in, who we want in all these mainstream newspapers, and and all the people who we vilify, uh, you know, those are not serious people. That's misinformation, or, so, or worse, Tony, the vilification, the dehumanizing of the of the minority in this case. You know, we've seen that throughout history. It ends up not good especially for those people who have been vilified and dehumanized. You know, we can go back to the sure. Jews of, in Nazi Germany era, like Vera Sharab is pointing out, uh, who's a Holocaust survivor, talking about, my gosh, there are a lot of parallels here that we're witnessing in ostracizing a segment of the population that doesn't go along with whatever their manufactured consensus is. And if we look at scientific inquiry, when was science supposed to be about democracy and voting? Like, well, the 51% believe that this is it. 49% of the scientists are disagreeing, but hey, we got a majority here, so democracy rules. And as I said, for a, from my perspective as a homeopath, you know, democracy is very dangerous because you got two oncologists, cancer doctors, and me, a homeopath, voting on what to do to treat cancer. And in a democracy, the homeopath in that sense is going to always lose. And, and where is freedom in a democracy? Where's the protection of the ultimate minority, the individual? And you have the this, this, this spokesperson for the Biden administration, the press secretary saying, yeah, if you're not part of the majority of your belief view, then you're extremist. You have an extreme view. And then yesterday, I don't know if you saw the visuals on this uh, Biden presentation. It looked like straight out of V for Vendetta talking about democracy and coming together, but dividing us based on people who have a belief that's different than his or his supporters, that they're now not to be respected for having a different view and we can get along, but no, 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 they're extremists. This is a part of how you then justify excluding them from society or even worse. I mean, so many people's, you know, families, historically, millions of people came to this country to escape persecution of all different kinds. So the idea that you can be persecuted in this country because you have an idea that is somehow threatening. I mean, if 
they're wrong. If a doctor or a scientist is wrong, Dr. Fauci had so much power. He still has so much power. He can get on any TV show to go and talk about why somebody's wrong. He doesn't need censorship. You know, working in the way that he's been working, censoring people, deplatforming people, vilifying people, orchestrating the destruction of people's lives. That's a sign of weakness. That's a sign that he does not have a better argument, that he doesn't feel like he needs to have a better ar argument, and he doesn't feel like this is a democracy anymore. He feels like he can control the yeah. American people. He can force people to do things that they don't want to do. Well, he's insulated from uh, consequences for any action he takes. And he has been for a long time. And many people in power believe that. And that's when the greatest evil is done. When you believe that you are going to be absolved of all responsibility for actions, even if it injures or kills. And you might even fall into this uh, uh, view of the world where you're actually a sadist and you like seeing people suffer. And I don't know if that's the case for Fauci or not, but psychopaths, sociopaths often don't feel your pain they could pretend to do so but they inflict it and great take great joy out of it and i come back to the term democracy there's nothing about that word in our constitution our founders abhorred it they recognized that majoritarian rule would trounce on the rights of the minority so they understood that the minority of one was the minority that need to be protected and, and, and we need to be able to speak about the form of government we are supposed to have. We fall and pray to it. And, and, and Democrats and Republicans are equally guilty of this. If words don't mean anything, then how do we even understand the books we're reading? If they can be sure. the definitions changed on a whim, like they changed the definition of a vaccination, for instance. All of these things matter. And to push that agenda and say, yes, for democracy's sake or a democracy and science sake, it's like, that is not how the world is designed to work, much less our government. And to have open, honest dialogue and debate. Yes, there are democratic principles involved. There is voting involved. But the form of government, majoritarian or majority rule, to wipe out the rights of 49% or 1% because you don't like their narrative, that you can ostracize them or relegate them to, I don't know, internment camps for re-education, that's the slope we're on right now based on the Biden administration's view that anybody that disagrees with them politically or scientifically is a pariah and should be suppressed or silenced. Sure. I mean, what they're really setting up, I mean, I've I've been rereading 1984 and, you know, looking at the idea of the thought police and the ministry of truth. And what you see here is that we're actually doing that now. So. So that when you talk about even democracy, even if we were going to talk about this country being a straight democracy and we don't care about minority rights, which, of course, is is a terrible thing and which is the opposite of what this country was founded on. But even if you were doing that, if you stifle anybody's voice, people don't even have a way to decide what they believe. I mean, how can they decide what they believe when anything that contradicts what President Biden says or what Dr. Fauci says gets taken off the Internet. I mean, even even Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book. So this book sold more than a million copies. Hmm. But I can tell you so many different ways that it was censored. So the playbook was they they sort of figured out that if you absolutely censor it, then it's going to totally go go viral and maybe sell 10, 10 million copies. So, so they, they ignored were, it. They tried to ignore it. Also, they were sort of threading the uh, needle there. So so Amazon, for example, uh, makes it so that 
the only way you can find the book is if you search for it under Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s name or the title. So you will never find, and this is true of about a hundred books in this kind of area, you will never find it in general search. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking up sort of like a vaccine safety book or medical corruption, or if you buy a similar book, it, it will never tell you if you liked this, maybe you would it's, also it's like, like a, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book. Soft suppression, so, soft censorship without right. censorship. Now, and go ahead. So, so in the Surgeon General's playbook, it says that one of the things that they are going to do, this is in the fall of 2021, it said that they were going to establish partnerships with public and private organizations and you know parts of government, but also big tech companies and, and also nonprofits, whereby they were going to make it more difficult for people to find information that they deem to be misinformation, i.e., anything that they disagree with. Mm -hmm. So so they did that with Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book. They did that with so many other books, with so many other scientists and, and doctors, so that they just made it hard to find the information. And, and then they tagged it with warnings and all these kinds of things saying for for real information about COVID, go to the CDC website or, or all those kinds of things. Well, and once again, it it's just astonishing, but I guess... You know, anybody can be programmed. The more intelligent you are, maybe the easier it is to do so. But the, the political left has been enthusiastically supporting and cheer, cheerleading censorship. They should be outraged, whether they agree or disagree with what Bobby Kennedy wrote about the real Anthony Fauci. They should be outraged by any form of censorship because that used to be one of their clarion calls and they used to call out the religious right or the conservative right and the republicans for wanting to censor things that they didn't like and now they've yeah. become the most vociferous supporters of censorship while the political right are saying hey stop this censorship this is wrong it's unconstitutional and it's like the roles have been completely flipped yeah i mean if if you look at at the new york times you know, sort of the paper of, of record in this country. And you look at what they did to Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci. So the book is selling more copies than any book in the country for its first five or six weeks. So you look at their bestseller list and they put it at number five, number seven, but you can look at the actual book scan numbers from NPD book scan showing that it's outselling any other book. And then you look at the New York Times' list, and the number one book is a book called The 1619 Project, which is a New York Times-sponsored book written by a New York Times writer. So, you know, they're, they're controlling people in every possible way. So the book sells more than a million copies. They don't review the book. They run multiple hit pieces on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. simultaneously with the book. Then they don't accept advertisements from us for the book. I mean, they're coming at it from five or six different ways to try to stifle any kind of dissent. I mean, they, but, but then they're even worse than that. What they then do is they have about 10 articles that they run, two or three of them from the editorial board of the New York Times, where they talk about the scourge of censorship in America, about how we as a people have to do everything we can do to combat censorship and they're the most guilty party. So, you know, when you think about 1984 and, and you think about all this kind of doublespeak where the New York Times is, 
is misleading people with its bestseller list. It's not accepting advertisements for things that it disagrees with. It's not reviewing the best-selling book in America. It's running hit pieces against an author because they dislike the message, not because they've read it and they disagree with anything in it, but because they just dislike the general narrative because they're on board with misinformation being anything different than what the government says. You know, it's this all is coming out. I don't know if it'll make a difference or not, depending on how awake the people are becoming, or are they still the sheeple of America? Region Magazine is reporting about emails showing how the Biden administration's crusade against misinformation imposes censorship by proxy. Uh, There are lawsuits occurring that are revealing through discovery some really sordid details of government officials, many who have been engaged in uh, what I call the soft censorship. They're trying to have plausible deniability, say we're not. It's a private entity that's doing it. But those private entities, whether they be the social media giants or not, know very well that if they don't comply with what's being said, they're going to find themselves, you know, congressional hearings occurring, uh, antitrust. Uh, it, they know how the game is played. Uh, but things are happening. Things are coming out, Tony. And uh, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's a good news scenario in the midst of all of this is what I'm trying to point out. They're not hiding what their agenda is. It's all it's a question of how many of the American people are willing to stand up, call it out and no longer participate and engage in this evil of censorship and support sure. those who are doing it. Yeah, there's a new book that that we're, we're coming out with called Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Robert, Robert Malone. Malone. And, you know, what I what I really love with with that title is the idea that there is a better future coming. And I think that there, like you said, there are a lot of signs pointing to that. Yes. That with Robert Kennedy's book, you saw this kind of revolution that nobody, that so many of these powerful forces were trying to get people not to read it, not to think about it, to ignore it in every conceivable way. And yet more than a million people bought it. And, mm. you know, millions and millions of people in this country now are questioning Dr. Fauci's narrative and they're questioning Biden's narrative and they're recognizing that there's this scourge of censorship in this country that we have to fight against. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really positive change. And, and that's a change that's happened in the last two years because yeah. maybe things had to get so bad that then it just reached a breaking point. And it's people a- are saying, this is all just corruption. This is all just about money. Yeah. The only thing I ask is, is it bad enough? Not me wanting it to be worse, but it takes a lot to get us to move from the ease with which we have lived. Most of us in America, our lives. And I said this, we all had hardships and ups and downs in our lives, but overall, you know, the poorest among us have cell phones and other th- I mean, it's just like in America, it's been unprecedented. The abundance that we've experienced in much of our lifetimes. Now, Uh, As we're looking forward to the next generations, our kids and and their kids, the question, will they live in this abundance or not? And we can see the agenda of those who want to purposefully destroy that abundance and weaken the freedoms that we enjoy as Americans or have enjoyed as Americans for generations because we went to sleep on it. We we took it for granted. And so from time to time, this is what must happen, apparently, for us to wake again and say, oh, the founders did warn us about this. We kind of went to sleep on it. Now we're going to have to get up and do things that we don't want to do because it's just not comfortable. It's not easy. But if we want comfort and ease, you're going to have it by owning nothing and then being told what you can eat, where you can eat, when you can leave your home. 
And have you gotten the latest jab? That will determine it. Your social media accounts, what do you believe? What do you say politically? That will just allow you from even entering and accessing the money you think is yours by virtue of the work that it appears as digits in the bank account. Again, these are Orwellian and Aldous Huxleyan views of the future that we can only prevent from occurring by confronting that reality, that harsh reality, and putting a stop to it. And that means, yes, engaging in sometimes the body politic, but at the localist of local levels, do not comply. Be like Rosa Parks. Do not go to the back of the bus. Do not wear the mask. Do not get the jab. All the things they say, do the opposite, especially if it harms your freedom and your very life. As we found out, much of the Faucian agenda, whether it's his or others behind the scenes pulling the puppet strings, has been detrimental to the life, health, and freedom of the people of America and much of the world. Yeah, those are great points. I mean, I I think people, sort of my pet peeve is so many groups, you know, whether it's Dr. Fauci or, you know, President Biden or big corporations uh, telling you that they want to protect you from something, or even the New, New York Times saying that they want to protect you from mm-hmm. censorship or a, or a small bookstore that refused to carry Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book or any other book that was in any way similar to it. But mm-hmm. they have a big sign in their front window saying, you know, we are fighting censorship in every way. Please donate money to this anti-censorship thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there have um, been people, colleagues of mine, who have gone to anti-censorship symposiums or, or tried to, where they said that they wanted to talk about the real Anthony Fauci or a book by Judy Mikovits called uh, Ending Plague. Um, you know, any mm-hmm. of, of, of these types of books. And the places have said, no, we don't, we're, we're not concerned with that kind of censorship. Right. That censorship is okay, which tells That's you. That's just misinformation. Yeah. It tells right. you about the integrity of those that are promoting a censorship-free world. They will censor things because certain animals are less equal than others. Right, uh, right. You all remember that, that. That's very much like sort of a big corporation that is polluting the environment, starts a little nonprofit that, you know, uh, helps the environment in some really small way. Yeah. And then they publicize that like crazy. We're absolved of all the polluting we've done because of that little thing. And sure. that's the, the censorship that is, uh, well, as long as you don't say these things, you won't be censored and we'll be for you and we'll support you. And, oh, it's just amazing. Can you hold up the forthcoming book uh, by Bobby Kennedy? This It's available in November, but you can pre-order now. Yes. And I've, I've gotten messages from our audience. They're already ordering it. The Wuhan cover-up. How, let, me, let me go full screen so I can read it out for our podcast listeners for later. Uh, how U.S. health officials conspired with the Chinese military to hide the origins of COVID-19 by Bobby Kennedy, a New York Times bestselling author, despite the fact that they didn't acknowledge he was the number one selling author for at least five or six weeks during the early run of the real Anthony Fauci. Uh, Tony Lyons, Skyhorse Publishing, just want to give you a great big hug and thank you for you your work as a publisher putting out works that others would be afraid to touch and you don't have that fear you are living up to all of the highest ideals of why we have a first amendment and i can't say thank you enough and thank thank you for having me on and for having so many other people on you know who really just wouldn't be covered by anybody else 
Oh, I love talking about these controversies. For me, that it's so it's so engaging and enlivening, and I learned so much. In fact, I learned a word in the first hour from a couple of beautiful ladies from Nashville, a mother daughter team. I don't even remember the word deco something about. I you know this is the stuff I get to learn by talking to folks. It's awesome, and including you know I, I'm just going to say this. One of the discussions that I can't wait to have uh, with my my good buddy, another Robert Verkirk, uh, out of the Alliance for Natural Health Europe and UK, is the discussion about the virus exists, the virus doesn't exist, and how uh, we should be able to have that discussion without destroying each other about it. And a good scientist can can agree in terms of disagree and, and have these discussions safely. But it's been such a, a dividing thing that I think there are uh, there are elements that are trying to destroy the health freedom movement by dividing us about these things that don't matter in the big scheme of things, but on the minutia of science, sure, this is where we can go. But these kind of discussions in books, I know you're not afraid to address and publish as well. And sure. Tony, I mean, we, we clearly should be able to discuss any of these types of questions. I mean, something mm -hmm. that people like Dr. Fauci didn't tell you is the idea that maybe the virus is not as important as the host. Mm -hmm. So if you can make yourself more healthy, there's no question. I mean, I don't think any scientist would disagree that if you're healthier, then any virus is much less likely to, wow. to find fertile ground in your body. Yeah. So, you know, why didn't we have a government then? Why didn't Dr. Fauci tell people that, you know, taking care of yourself is, is the first thing more important than anything else? Yeah. You, you take care of your own body and you're going to be safer. You're going to be healthier. I mean, that's that's just so basic to public health. But no, you know, that's public health officials in this country saying that. No, they they'll tell you that's misinformation, disinformation and malinformation. And we're not censoring you. We're just protecting you from that, which we don't want you to know. Right. All that you need is vaccines, drugs. And, you yeah. know, don't don't think about anything else. Right. That censorship is not real. It's not happening. Uh, all of these things. Again, we're living through, uh, you know, a dystopian uh, science fiction novel. But I think we're awakening to that reality so we can make a difference moving forward. And again, I ultimately, even though we cover these these issues a lot here, I am positive about our future that, you know, as a, a homeopath helping people through the worst, they often don't reach out to someone like me until they've suffered so much. You think they're going to die. They think they're going to die. And yet we find a way to bring them back. If there's breath, there's life. If there's voice, it's time to use it. Have the courage to speak up and be like Tony Lyons and uh, be and, a voice for others as well. And and clearly, you know, Dr. Malone's statement that there's a bright future coming. Mm -hmm. I, you know, people really ought to think about that and, and in thinking that and in believing it and in yeah. living in such a way, you know, that that counters all these things that are going on then they make it much more likely that we will have a bright future with, you know, public health institutions run by people who care about public health. Yeah, and by the way, Tony, I want to get Robert Malone on this show as soon as he's available. I know how busy he is, but he's one of my wish list uh, discussion uh, uh, leaders, if you will. Where What I've seen him transform into from when he first started opening up, like a Peter McCullough, it's extraordinary. And these stories need to be told, not just in book form, but through these through these discussions, through these conversations. Definitely. He is, he is finishing up his book now and I'm, and I'm sure that, uh, that I can help set that up once it's done. Thank you, Tony. And, uh, super big hugs to you. And I will tell Sophia Karsten, our, our friend, 
how wonderful you did today. Not that I was having any doubts about that. Tell her that I, I really hate doing shows without her, but that I was able to, with coaching from her, survive this one. Yeah, Sophia is a force of nature, and we love her. She's amazing what she gets done, too, behind the scenes and sometimes in front of the scenes. And, again, having you on, Tony, it was, it was always great to see you, and I thank you so much again. I just like it's a thank fest, <laughs> a great a gratitude fest with you, my brother. So, and thank you, too. All right, we'll look forward to getting you back on and, and featuring some of these authors that are putting out great works through Skyhorse Publishing, not only the real Anthony Fauci, but the upcoming book that you can pre-order we just talked about. Uh, with Tony Lyons. Again, links are up in the show notes to skyhorsepublishing.com, any or all of their books. Uh, again, this isn't about agree or disagree with the content, but to have access to this information, this is how, man, life is exciting. It's fun. And don't think about, oh my gosh, I might learn something. No, that's the great part of it. It's what keeps me young, learning about new things all of the time, being challenged even in my viewpoints. And it can strengthen the, the beliefs you already have. And certainly it's possible that you might see something. You go, oh, I thought I had a belief that isn't right, but engaging in that, I think, I think really we're better off for it. And of course my motivation coming from, uh, health and healing, the freedom to know the things that may be causing the problems we suffer from, despite all of those that work against no, us knowing that information and the freedom to choose the things that can help facilitate the restoration of health. That's been a big battle I've been engaged in for the 23 years I've been on radio, but even longer than that as a homeopath, because we have been censored. We have been driven out of the mainstream narrative long before I became a homeopath. And so these words of censorship, discussions of censorship have become something almost common, but they weren't commonly known for most that had freedom of speech for the most part, never encountered the limitation on their speech until COVID hit. So welcome to the party, pals. <laughs> but we're going to do better from this moment forward, right? Thank you for sharing this show as well. Uh, RobertScatbell.com. Remember, you can sign up and get uh, the newsletter by texting RSB to 22828. Text the, word, the, the letters, my initials, RSB to 22828, and get the newsletter from the Robert Scott Bell Show to be plugged into all of these wonderful things, including the great links, including the things we discussed today with Tony Lyons of Skyhorse Publishing and uh, so much more. Now, there are uh, some uh, real interesting things coming out in the news about censorship and who's doing it, the government. We're going to get to in a moment, but I want to say again, thank you to my friends at Orange Guard. I'm planning to have Tor McPartland back on. He's a hero to me. And, and you know, as far as his politics, I just throw this out because he's a kind of a hippie from the 60s kind of mindset, earth muffin kind of and i don't say this in a, a term of denigration but with a love for people that just love the planet that they're on and want to care for it and really do something about it he developed the orange guard orangeguard.com delimiting from the orange peel from the citrus peel you can use around the house spray the ants the brooches the bugs that you don't want you're not going to harm your kids you're not going to harm your pets you're not going to corrupt your organic agriculture because it's only listed okay safe for organic agricultural uses as well so orangeguard.com, you can pick it up at your local Ace Hardware store. Take a picture when you get that Orange Guard and send it into Super Don. Ask RSB at gmail.com, that picture with that Orange Guard. Super Don will post it on our collage, and eventually we're going to do some kind of giveaway. But we got tour coming up. We got Sunday. we got a new picture. We did. We did. Awesome. We did. Let me see it. Oh, look, Leslie. Go full screen on that so we can see our dear friend Leslie. She's ter terrific. I think she said she was going through it so fast because they got all the, the stuff they're using, big garden. She's going to get some more. But she actually, I think, went into a local Ace Hardware and picked it up, which is amazing, isn't it? 
and uh, support them and let them know you appreciate them carrying a good product that does not harm the environment, doesn't poison you or your kids or your pets. And uh, we'll go with that. Also, remember, Health Freedom Expo coming up. Trinity School of Natural Health, one of the greatest places to learn, ways to learn about natural health, body, mind, and spirit connection. TrinityHealthFreedomExpo.com and TrinitySchool.org.org. And many of the things we're talking about, um, organic agriculture, involve the products we choose, like the CBD, certified organic U.S.-grown hemp products from Nutritional Frontiers, CBDNF.com. Use the code RSB15. And also the specials that go on every month are different focal points for Nutritional Frontiers. And that 15%, they'll often have sales on stuff. You, because you're part of the Robert Scout Bell Show family, can use the RSB15 code to get an additional 15% off. You can double dip. I know they get mad at Jamie Dorley, but it's his place. It's his company. He gets to decide. So you guys take advantage of that and say thanks to Jamie Dorley and the gang at Nutritional Frontiers for their support of this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. One other message I want to bring out about the IGF-1. Super Don, did you find the, the special deal, the special offer, a Labor Day deal that I'd love for you to take advantage of? For those of you who want to get lean muscle mass and reduce you know, some of the fat that you don't want, buy one, get one free. There's Frank Stallone. We're still waiting to get him. Oh, by the way, I think Frank Stallone is playing live in New Jersey somewhere, like maybe in Atlantic City. At a, at a, I wish I could see that show. And his opening act is John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Frank Stallone's going to be there. Buy one, get one free, plus get a free bottle of Long Jack. So save 50% on the IGF-1 Plus that I utilize in my fitness routine, and you can use it in your daily regimen, your health routine, and that's $119 value that you get for free. There you go. And go to uh, uh, keystolife.shop, use the code BELL, and link on uh, the banner I think Super Don has put up there. Make sure you send it out through the the chat room as well if you don't mind, Super D. So a couple of stories. I don't know that we'll have time to get to them. We'll get to them in the bonus round, and then I've got to record with Tor McPartland. But what do you think about the emails they're they're revealing and the the lawsuits revealing that the the censorship is not a pretend right-wing conspiracy that we're talking about here? I'm not surprised. You know, listen, I I don't know about you. I think we've discussed this on the air, off the air and stuff, but it's when you look at the level of censorship Mm -hmm. that's happened over the last two years, which is still going on, it's still happening. I just got dinged on... uh, 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 YouTube, YouTube, and and yeah, I know you sent me something about our our page, our our Robert Scott Bell Show Facebook page is mm-hmm. in uh, in jeopardy, at risk, you know, yes. at risk or yeah. whatever because we've posted things that went against community standards. You know, this stuff has never existed. It's never happened. I've never seen anything this crazy and on this level ever before. And as this was happening over the last couple of years, I know you and I and other people were looking at each other going. Uh, there's something fishy going on here. There's no way because you have these coordinated messages and these these uh, speeches that would be given by people in the administration at the same time while the social media was coming up with new policy changes and, and it was Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram and everybody was jumping on the bandwagon. And you, I, you know, I'd look at that and I'd just be like, man, you know, this is a concerted effort. There's a collaboration yeah. going on here. It has to be. There's no way yeah. this is a coincidence. And now we're finding out after the fact, through these Freedom of Information Act, these lawsuits and discovery and all that kind of stuff like that, that indeed there were emails that were sent from high-level administration uh, mm-hmm. people yeah. in the Biden administration to these social media companies, and they were working together, and they were being coerced and pressured 
into censoring And it's people. coming out. Do you, and you remember how many people, maybe even still, they're going, well, they're a private company. They can do what they want. Right? How many yeah. times did we hear that? Uh, yeah, you heard that from the pro-vaccine fanatics. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what they said. But you know what? I guarantee if those people were getting censored for something that they believed in or that they wanted to say, they, they would have been the first ones to be, uh, you know, writing in the streets over it. So, you know, it's, it's all great. Censorship is not censorship unless it's happening to you. Yeah. Right. I just see a tweet from Darla Shine talking about some of the things we discussed today. Uh, so the same people who are so offended by Trump's mean tweets are gleefully praising Biden's mean, hateful speech. And you watch like the first 10 minutes of his speech and he was like, this was not a, a uniter. No, it was not at all. You know, it, it uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's I, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know what to make of it. I just there was a time because I've been doing this thing now for a while. Mm-hmm. And especially back in the day, I was very heavy into the politics of what was going on, that kind of stuff like that. There yeah. was a time where I could, I felt like I could predict things, and I could, oh, this is for this reason, and this is for that reason, so like that. But, but politics, as we knew it, no longer exists, and things are nuts right now. And yeah. and I just don't understand who was it that was in charge of deciding what the background of that speech was going to be last could night. You have done it any more perfectly to are you kidding me? It yeah. was like it was like you know, and now live from hell, Joe Biden. You know, it's like it was weird. Is this weird? Because it's like when he came out, it was like almost kind of like we're in a regular lighting, and as soon as he got up to the podium, everything behind him suddenly went blood red. Wow! And, and the the Marines that were standing behind him, who were lit, suddenly were silhouettes, right. and it was just like, what wow. is this? Yeah, it looked very demonic. Uh, Bizarre. Yeah, they're not. That's why I say whether it's a mistake or on purpose, they're not hiding who they are anymore. They're, they've come out. They're like, here we are. Now the question is, what are you going to do about it? And they're they're almost saying that. I dare you to do something about it. Well, I dare y'all to not participate in in their coercive attempts to suppress speech, much less your freedom to move about the Earth cabin or the American cabin. In I would say in love and liberty and all the things that you really desire in life. We're not trying to hurt people in engaging our freedom. That is a, you know, that's a fundamental uh, misunderstanding or misapplication of the idea of freedom. You're free to do anything you want. No, freedom comes with responsibility. That's, you know, two sides of the same coin is so to speak. And they are engaging in such anti-freedom activities under the guise of protecting you. Kind of like Tony Lyons brought it up. Remember Reagan said this, whether you like Reagan or not in history, uh, dude, he did a lot of cool things and brought up the, you know, libertarianism in a conservative sort of way, but the, the scariest words to ever hear, are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. W- where did we lose sight of that? Uh, so here we are. All right. Time to take a break. We're going to go into the bonus round, a shorter version heading into the Labor Day week holiday weekend here in America. And, uh, we'll be back to discuss who knows what we missed. The, oh, the poll results as well from the newsletter. RobertScabell.com slash listen for the chat room. God bless you all. Thank you, Tony Lyons. Thank you to our wonderful friends from Give a Derm. And, uh, well, back in just a moment with more powerful healing in the bonus round because the power to heal is yours. Okay, we are back for the bonus round, heading into the weekend, Labor Day weekend. Super D, how you feeling? I'm excited for Sunday. You are? 
It's it's football day. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's it's right. Opening that's what I am looking forward to. Yeah. So, is I anybody giving my, you my red zone? Have anybody sent you hate mail about you liking NFL or anything like that? No. Yeah, I'm like I. It's like some people are like, no, you're not allowed to do anything but what you do on the show, and you can't whatever. Like it. And they can go do whatever they want to do. No, I'm yeah. not going to criticize it. But you're right. There are some yeah. people that. Uh, and I've noticed that's online where they'll kind of look down their nose at you. Yeah, because, I know. That's on know, their nose. How oh, dare you you're wasting like your time. You look, could be right. reading homeopathy books and watching documentaries on vaccines and stuff. You know, it's just like, dude, dude whatever floats your boat, go for Super it. Man. D, but get out of my face. <laughs> so much research that helps the people of planet Earth to, to make this show go that if anybody gives you crap about watching football, <laughs> let me add them yeah. yeah you don't have to watch it if you don't want to of course uh so anyway that'll be fun of course the uh goal for sunday show we'll have you know usually like the second hour has been an encore unless we, we do something else but the first hour is usually live and new or, or let's say new and i plan to talk with uh tor mcpartland of orange guard talk more about the delimiting yeah. and uh, that'll be good and monday we're gonna do an encore we're gonna actually take a day off hang out with our family friends and get together and enjoy each other's company. And I hope that you'll do the same. Of course, the things that you do, you often pull out some interesting encores that many people that are new to the show have never seen. So don't think that you can just tune us out. There could be something really cool that Super Don will find to play. You never know. I try. Yeah, you do well with that. I try. Um, yeah. So listen, before we get to the poll uh, yeah. thing, um, I noticed that you retweeted something mm -hmm. yesterday. What and actually, doing? it was my son. My son is the one that that that, that found it. it was well. Here's here's the story behind this. Mm -hmm. So I guess he 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 follows you on Twitter, and okay. or he found you somehow on Twitter and stuff like that. And he's like, hey, here's this video. I saw this video that you posted. And I'm like, I didn't post that. What is that? Mm -hmm. And he thought that because it was Robert Scott Bell that I was in charge of the Twitter account. You know, like some people. Well, are no, but it, like some that. of the times, look, everybody should know this. Sometimes Super Don. Does it sometimes I do it and that's okay. Most of the time it's you. Most yeah, of the time but, it's you. But we just so you know, it's part we're a team. And that's why it's okay. I don't I'm it's not deceptive when we do I that. I know. Have you ever noticed that, that like when we're alive doing the show that sometimes yeah. it'll go like to a one big shot and then back out real quick? Yes. That's because that's, we're both working together on pressing right. the same button. Yes, pressing the same you button. That? Yeah. yeah. It's like being in the <laughs> elevator and pressing the same button again. Stop pushing again. my button. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there was a tweet last night that you you retweeted, um, and if any of you are, are paying attention to the gubernatorial races that are going on right now, hmm. uh, in Arizona there is a uh, candidate named Carrie Lake who's running oh, for, for governor. She was good. I saw that. And she's yeah. sharp, and she's a former news anchor, so yeah. she's got the look and the charisma, and she's got the she knows delivery. how to work the media. She knows how to talk and stuff like that, and. This, I thought, was a really good video. And if you don't mind, it's only like a little over a minute long, but she, she was doing a Q&A &A with somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, and they brought up the uh, people who contest the election results. And usually that's a gotcha question when the, when the press puts that out to somebody. Mm -hmm. And her answer to the question 
was the best answer I've seen anybody ever give mm-hmm. when uh, being asked about, well, you know, why would you you contest the, 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 election, the election results, right? Everybody brilliant. knows that brilliant that's answer, fake yeah. and stuff like that. So check check out Carrie Lake uh, as she, she responds to this, this question here. You said you feel like Joe Biden is dividing the country, but do you feel like Donald Trump is doing the same by falsely telling people that he won that election when he lost it? How does that divide the country? Questioning, questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country? Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the uh, legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We're, we have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. So I don't see how asking questions about an election where there are many problems is dividing a country. What I do see dividing a country is shutting people down, censoring people, canceling people, trying to destroy people's lives when they do ask questions. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're going to save that Constitution, and we're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that. Boom, dude. <laughs> I wow. love that. Wow. I, I just, yeah. Uh, really good. Now, I don't know about yeah. all, all of her policies or anything, but on that, I'll be like, yeah, dude, if you're in Arizona, Carrie Lake. Yeah. I, again, I know nothing about her. It's the first time I'm, I'm looking into that, but what she did there was brilliant. Yeah, that was good uh, stuff. A real smackdown. That was good stuff. All right, so let's go to the poll. Let's go to some serious okay. news here. Okay. Uh, World Health Organization is asking the public to come up with a new name for monkeypox. Which one do you like? Do you like Mpox? Do you like Trump 22? Mm-hmm. Do you like Poxy McPoxface? <laughs> or something else? And we did have one caller that called in with one, and I, uh, the one I liked that she had was Agenda Pox. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, we good. played that in hour one, didn't we? we played yeah, it. we did. We did. Yeah, so, Agenda Pox is cool, but I think on this list, Poxy McPoxface is just going to win just because it has to. <laughs> of course it has it to. It just has to. Yes, yes, it won by a whopping forty-nine uh, percent. Yeah, Mpox got twenty-five percent. Uh, Trump twenty-two. I don't know why Trump twenty-two. I don't get that. I don't know. But yeah, we're dense 13%, on thirteen percent, and yeah. then we had a bunch of something else's. But forty-nine percent. Poxy McPox face. Well, there you go. I still like Adam Schiffless, but well, you know. yeah, that's Schiffless, right? That was Schiffless. Yes. Yeah. Very good. And, and do you have that uh, word down cold now that you've been emailed? Because i, I got to practice Decolleté. Decolleté. And, and Decolleté. I want to yes. thank uh, Deborah and Juliana Grimness for that and That's their uh, Givaderm. So we have a link to the Get the Givaderm. We obviously have links to, uh, uh, to Skyhorse Publishing. We should have links to the IGF One Plus, the Labor Day special. Please take advantage it's of that. It's in the show notes. The yeah. banner, yeah. I don't have a banner that will fit on the right-hand side yet. Yeah. Um, so I'll try and make sure that it's just easy for people to see over the weekend. Yeah, and if Christopher Key, if you're watching or listening, dude, I know Frank Stallone's busy, but he's been on this show before after his big uh, uh, musical thing that with uh, John Caffrey and the Beaver Brown Band. Let's get him back on the show, and I want to talk to him about uh, his experience as well. Let's just catch up with him. It's been a while since Frank's been on the show. He's a good guy. 
Nope. Uh, so there it is. The buy one, get one free, get plus get a free bottle of Long Jack, $119 value. That's a great deal. And because uh, we want to pump you up, pump right? You is that up. how it goes? That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What else uh, we got? Any other things? You know, speaking of that, speaking Mm -hmm. of that, you know, that that was the SNL Saturday Mm -hmm. Night Live uh, bit that uh, Dana Carvey and and, uh, I think it was Dana Carvey and Kevin Nealon, wasn't it? Yes, I believe you're right. Yes. Um, Very funny. Here locally, there's a, uh, did I tell you that there was a a record store that that, uh, uh, opened up a business here in Klamath, where I'm at. Vinyl records? Vinyl records. And no, it's like I've not hand, seen it. It's a hand-curated vi- uh, record uh, store where you can go in and buy records, mm. and you can like listen to them. Kind of like the old days, right? You yeah, know, back yeah. when you went into the record store, you could listen to the record, you know, and stuff mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, and my wife, for, my, uh, for our anniversary, bought me uh, the Billy Joel album mm-hmm. that had our song from our wedding. Which one was that? Uh, Just the Way You Are. That was our that was our our dance yeah our dance awesome. song yeah yeah and so uh, I've got it sitting out there but I can't play it because the record player I have needs to be fixed but I did find, she did find somebody that works on record players oh, here excellent. in town that so I just got to find out how much it's going to cost but in any case yeah uh, back to what I was talking about you were talking about the pump you up thing mm-hmm. uh, the record store works with the local theater here in town and they per, they uh, bring in comedians oh. to talk. Or, or to you know to perform and yeah. they brought in the guy I can't remember his name, uh, Michael Winslow from uh, Police Academy the guy oh with all was, the sound effects he does they yeah. had him in the, yeah. in here I think George Lopez or was it George Lopez or something I think that was that was mm-hmm. here and so just recently mm-hmm. uh, the one that they're bringing in is Chris Kattan now you remember Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live yeah he was he was uh, he was in the uh, Night at the Roxbury movie as yes. one of the you know yes. the guys stuff like that and so he was he's here. Uh, or he's going to be here. Are you going to see the show? No, because that's oh. the thing. And it's like, I went and read the reviews about his uh, shows. Yeah. Oh, dude, they suck. Oh, really? They It Ooh. sucks Ouch. really, really bad. And it was really funny because my son was like, hey, let's go see him. And I was looking at the reviews, and I'm reading these reviews, and they're just like, God, he's absolutely horrible. You know, he's not funny. He just talks about, you know, when he was at Saturday Night Live, there's no jokes. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, that really stinks. I can't believe that he's performing. And then I looked over to see when the review was, and it was from 10 years ago. Oh. And I'm like, Maybe. wow, in 10 yeah. years, he's still going out and doing this stuff, and he still sucks. So anyway, hmm. oh, we well. were thinking about going, but I was very disappointed. I kind of assumed he would be funny, because you would think he would be, right? Well, Former yeah. Saturday Night Live guy. But apparently for Are you saying the review making... was from 10 years ago? The review from 2013 yeah. said that he was horrible and he stunk and it was terrible. And then I read some other reviews that, said, that recent ones that said the oh, same thing. Okay. And I'm you like, the recent ones too. How now, is this guy still? If you let me know if they bring Rob Schneider in because he's a real, he's a champion, dude. He's yeah. He's, well, he came out with a, a new, um, a new stand-up routine several months ago. I think it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. So well, he's still. We'd doing love to get thing. Rob Schneider back on the show one day too. I think he's been out doing the. He was on Glenn Beck's show talking about Saturday Night Live, where they went, where they they mm. jumped the shark with the uh, Kate Kate McKinnon singing Hallelujah as Hillary Clinton when she lost, <laughs> and he and he said, that, "Please let there be a joke," and there was no joke. It was like that. Mm. You're done. You're done. I agree with him. Saturday Night Live has rarely been funny since then. And, it's uh, nothing like it was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. So it is the weekend. Um, Chris suggested primate pox. I hadn't heard that one. Primate pox? And Diana says donkey pox. Donkey pox? Yeah, there you go. I can't imagine anything's going to beat Adam Schiffelis. I just yeah. can't. I just, that, that's the one. Poxy McPockface. That, that's hard to say. Well, no, if you reason. say Poxy McPockface, it is. But if you say Poxy McPockface, it's easy. That's yep. what I think it should be. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for oh, allowing Lord. us to take a day off. Fauci pox. There you go. Uh, thanks, Lori. Yes, we're going to do that. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, again, new new hour opening the Sunday radio syndicated broadcast. Um, we'll be recording at bottom of the hour. Super D, are you going to be around to make sure that record button works? Yeah. You know, if we're doing it that way. Okay. Yep. All right. And uh, let's see who else is there. So, His, uh, real quick, next yeah. week uh, on Tuesday, we've got Zen Honeycutt coming on. We haven't had her on a while. Yeah. Um, that's Moms Across America, isn't it? Yep. Yep. And then uh, Nutritional Frontiers, uh, the guys will be with us on that day as well. Sherry Neal on Wednesday. Very cool. Talk Looking about, forward to that. She's the rocker. Why everybody should be doing the missing link every day. The, the, the hard rocker, the, the yeah. metal head. Sherry's awesome. Sherry Neal will be here. Hey, has Michael uh, Bolden found a new place to live yet? I'm concerned about Bolden. You know, I you don't know, like it's the second what, time you've said that this week. He's yeah. really on your mind. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about him. I mean, like, I lo- you know, I love Michael and Sarah Beth. They're just such wonderful souls. And uh, on this journey, they're, you know, some of my favorite people that uh, we've gotten to hang out with in this lifetime. And, you know, we talk about losing people in liberty like Michael Badnarik that have been on this journey. And I'm like, I get very sentimental about wanting to hang out with my friends more, right? See everybody. Uh, so I uh, just want to make sure they have a, a good place to live where they're not choking down on smoke burning from the, the streets below them. Uh, Etc. You know. Speaking of smoke, that's funny that you said that. I just got a notification that weed is on fire. Weed? (laughs) Are you talking weed, California? That sounds funny though. But yeah, it's weed, California. Okay. (laughs) Well, like you're in Oregon, weed is always on fire. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, there's likely going to be weed around, uh, always on fire somewhere in Oregon and California. Fire, man. You know, we had a pretty decent fire season so far. Yeah, but apparently Weed California is now on fire. I will have to check that out. All right, so uh, also next week Jonathan Otto will be with us on Thursday. Documentarian okay. yeah. Jonathan John Otto. Otto. All right, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, oh, real quick, just since you got to talk sports, uh, my wife and I got to watch the Braves game last night, and this kid, this rookie named uh, Strider, Spencer Strider, I think. He threw eight innings, no walks, two hits, and 16 strikeouts. Wow. The guy throws like 98 to 103 miles an hour, and it was 103 or so pitches, and he set the record for the Atlanta Braves franchise for number of strikeouts. He's a rookie. 60, I mean, the dude's fun well, to watch. He's got a future, huh? Uh, and he's got a mustache. You're like, dude, that mustache is weird, right? I don't know if they call it a porn stash or something, but it's like funny because everybody's like, you know, going to the park and wearing a fake mustache in his, in his honor. But it's fun to watch excellence. Young people coming into the game and doing amazing things, uh, you know, at any level. So, yeah. Cool. So anyway, all the best to all y'all have a wonderful weekend and uh, you know, whatever you decide to eat on labor day, cook it out. Unless it's raw, then raw it out, whatever you do. 
<laughs> Meat. And, yes. Meat. We'll be we'll be back uh, live Tuesday. Of course, Sunday will be a new show. And check out the upcoming events. We just added a couple of events in Orlando prior to the two and Stu, Stu and Terry Warner event uh, in Orlando. I uh, I challenged you yesterday, and I'm going to yeah. stick with it. That uh, since since we're taking Monday off, yeah, uh, you should do a quick uh, Facebook or Instagram live from the cookout. Okay, and and if anybody's listening or watching, aka my wife or uh, Laban or Anna, who's sticking around having fun with us, uh, remind me, and I'll do that. Otherwise, I probably will go. I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. Money. I'll make yeah. you a deal. If you Pleasure. do a live from the cookout, I'll yeah. do a live from uh, from my living room watching nfl nfl oh man the challenge okay. has been thrown the gauntlet is down i cannot all forget right. so yeah we'll do it okay. we'll do it thank you all for being here god bless you uh god will we'll see you back here tuesday uh in the meantime create a wonderful wonderful weekend and speak up have the courage to speak up as laban says and and uh, i hope you sign up for his uh webinar too it's and, uh, speak out speak up it's not speak, speak up out speak out speak out it's out and up. Those are, what are those words called? Adverbs? English? I don't know. <laughs> English. <laughs> I didn't my, like English class in school. I don't know. My, my daughter is learning Russian. Anna is teaching her Russian. She's so fast to pick up and she can oh. read it already. It's crazy. All right. Anyway. Thanks, y'all. I'm loving being here with you every day, and I, I should hope so because it's been 23 years into it. 16 or so with Super D and all y'all that are joining us. Thank you for sharing. 17. Well. 17. See how time flies. Golly, you forgot our anniversary. I'm, I can't even remember house. the name about our upper chest. So you'll, you'll have to quiz me on that. I'll get it wrong. And, and by the way, congratulations, Ariana, my daughter. She texted me on the show. She said, dad, I got a hundred percent on my math test. Way to go. Ari. Yeah. All I right. think she's bad at math. She got a hundred. All right. Orange guard on tap. Okay, y'all. All right, we'll be back uh, soon. I'll be back uh, recording in about 12 minutes. All right. Not here. By the way, Robert, your decolleté yeah. is showing. Is it? Not enough. Here. Yeah. Oh, there's gone. Oh, no. 